1: Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and Astro, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We have a fun show for you guys tonight. And uh, I actually like like Juan put a different like music for the countdown before the show starts. I actually like like that. That was good music. So it was cool. But what's up, everybody? We have a fun show today. Uh, Chat room, we'll talk to you in a second. Let's first introduce our cool, outrageous man about town co-host,
2: Mr. Ron Russell, to say hello with Astro. Now, Mr. Ron Russell, would I become your father? (laughs) Yay, everybody. This is Astro, my seven pound Rescue! He's nice part, look at the camera. He's poodle. He's he, he's half poodle and half terrier. Is that not the most precious baby in the world? Look at him. Look at he's hung too. Look how hung he is. <laughs> you took after daddy, huh? You took after not that queen over there. You took after me, right, honey? Look, look how cute you. he is. Look at you, so sweet, isn't he cute? His teeth anyway, are doing
1: better too, you guys.
2: We're having a good show today.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. What's up, chat room? Um, the chat room is just starting to fill up. We want to say hi to Angela Joseph. What's hey, up,
2: Angie? baby.
1: And Teresa Sabin is in there. She hey, said, Teresa. Daddy's pimping out his son.
2: <laughs> no, I'm not. No, never, never. First of all, he's fixed, and I think he's gay anyway because he kicks, he's constantly tongue kissing me. <laughs> yeah, he God. kisses me more than Jimmy does Would you believe it? Actually he kisses better than Jimmy so I kiss. want to tell you all out there the truth Astro definitely gives better kisses Than Jimmy does Yeah, Astro kisses
1: like 800 times a day <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy
2: gives you one or two when he's exhausted You know one of those I have a headache <laughs>
1: Angela says she missed us We missed you too Angela I hope everything is going well at NASA and, uh, what is she doing NASA. in Nassau? No, no, NASA. She works for
2: NASA. Oh, NASA, right? NASA, Nassau, <laughs> NASA. I thought he said NASA. I figured she went to the Bermuda.
1: We love her. So, Angela, you're fabulous. We got a fun show today, you guys. We have um one of our favorite guests, Jeff Caperton, coming back on, and uh, he's a lot of fun always. And then we have Gary Private coming on, who was like a teen idol, and he's an actor, and he's a Big, big musician. Uh, he's worked with everybody, and he's had a bunch of his own hit songs. So uh, he's never been on the show before. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Teresa says she loves black on you.
2: I'm not wearing black. This is navy blue. No, it's black. No, your ass is black. This is <laughs> navy blue. You dumb. No. Oh, I... I can't take it when he's colorblind. He's gone. The, the guy. I'm older. No, than look. Him. It's black. You, it looks black on camera, but it looks black out, in real life no, too. No, no. You camera. go out in the sunlight. It's navy blue. I bet it's not. Okay, we'll let oh, you go. You know, we'll he's let always you Mary Mary. Quite contrary is this big fat fairy.
1: She says, beg your pardon. <laughs> no <I'm laughs> kidding,
2: kidding, kidding. No, Jimmy has to be con- contraire. Everything I say, he always has to correct it or make it something else she's colorblind. Too, then. <laughs> no, actually, it really is. I thought it was black when I bought it because Fruit Loops over here next to me likes me in black. It's navy blue you're colorblind all he wears is pink anyway that's <laughs> that tells you something about how butch he is i do like i like of course pink. he does he wears pink pumps pink. and pinks no not pink palms, but i do
1: have pink pink sneakers i have pink everything what's up mike wagner show just joined us too everybody mike hey, wagner Mikey. from the mike hey. wagner show mike,
2: mike 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 the best the best the best the best. we're the best in the west but he's the best in the east
1: absolutely right mike Woo-hoo. so we want to uh uh do, let me do some call oh, you want to tell anybody about anything you've done this
2: past week? oh are you cutting? look i'm injured i have injury in my hand bleeding look at the blood and nobody gives a shit. look at that all bleeding i moved the barbecue we bought this enormous barbecue i mean really i could use it as like a, a roach coach wagon and feed people at the studio with it it's so big and i didn't like where it was so i moved it and there's a stone wall there a brick wall and i got my hand wedged between the barbecue and the brick wall. It hurt. It really hurt a lot. So the first thing I thought of was who's giving me the horns? Somebody's got the horns out for me. Somebody's jealous. And they're sending me the evil eye. And whoever that person is or persons, I'm powerful. And I'm sending the evil eye back to you. So whatever you wish on to me, I wish back to thee. So mode it be No, really, I believe in the evil eye, you know, you go on Facebook and you tell people, I bought a new car, suddenly the car crashes, you tell them, I just had a great haircut and your hair falls out, or you tell them my sex last night was great and you're, well, it falls off. But anyway, that's funny. You got to be careful of people's evilness. People really don't like to wish you well because they want that wellness for themselves, not you. On the other hand, you have people like me and Jimmy and Eileen Shapiro and quite a few other people. I'm so wrong, my darling friend, who only wish positive to everybody because like me, Claudia and Teresa. I'm, sp- I'm speaking rudeness. I know, anyway, uh, know that. we Italians believe if you spit in the wind it returns in your face so if you only send out positive vibes you're only going to get positive vibes back every now and then you got an evil mother mm -hmm, who sends you the evil eye but you know what if you're strong and you do this it goes back to them
1: so Diane just joined us too. What's up, Diane? I hope you had fun on the cruise this weekend. We missed you at the Young Zuck birthday party, which by the way yeah, we Yeah,
2: Diane, to- I heard you got drunk and you did a strip tease, you were naked. <laughs> and then what you did with that scotch bottle, everybody was just amazed. <laughs> I start rumors. We missed you at Young Zuck's
1: party, you guys, Saturday yes. night. We went to Young Zuck's surprise 23 birthday party. He'll be coming on the show soon when his album comes out, but we had a really nice time. And I
2: said to Jimmy, they're all kids. They're like 23 and 24. They're going to kick us old bags out. What the hell they wanted? We know Jimmy reps him. So, of course, you know, you go and your client is having a party. And I went there reluctantly thinking, oh, my God, they're all children. Could be my grandchildren, some of my great-grandchildren. And wrong. They loved me. They loved me. I sat there like giving, you know, court. What do you call it? What's holding it? court. Holding court. And like a rock on tour. I was telling them stories about old Hollywood and movies and things that I did and things that like famous movie stars did and all the crazy crap that went on in the 50s and 60s and 70s. They loved me. One fella, James, said, listen, my parents are coming in from New Jersey in a few weeks and we're going out to dinner. Would you kindly come with us? My parents will love you. I guess the kid doesn't have anything to talk to his parents about. <laughs> so he's bringing along the old big. So the old big entertains them with stories of Hollywood.
1: We had a good time. Well, no, I'm
2: speaking when I listen, doesn't when the matter. mouth does this, when the mouth does this.
1: Doesn't matter because I, otherwise I would never get to speak.
2: You never get to speak <laughs> anyway. I don't allow it. But when the mouth shuts, honey bun. They said then the pictures though showed all of that. They what? said the pictures showed all that. What pictures? The pictures from the party. The kids loved us. They hugged me. They, these guys were wonderful. And the girls were just beautiful little girls. I mean, this one girl there who's gorgeous, she's coming on her show. Most bea- I called her Diana Ross because we almost had an accident with her going to the party. She was coming up the hill, you know, the Hollywood Hills, the lanes are that wide and we were going down and she almost hit us. And I yelled out, Oh look, it's fucking Diana Ross but it wasn't. She looked like Diana Ross. She had that big, big Afro, you know, long Afro hair like Diana Ross used to. But anyway, I had met her at another party and I loved this girl. So I really got to know her and found out she was asexual. I said, are you kidding? A beautiful piece like you and you're asexual? Some guy is getting screwed out of a deal. She said, I can't help it. I said, would you come on our show? And talk about it because this is a subject I think most of our um, audience will enjoy hearing. I'm sure there are people out there that have children who claim to be asexual. Jimmy's asexual. Yeah. Yes, he is. He starts bawling men with the letter A yeah. in the alphabet and B. then Claudia goes down sh- the line. Um, be Claudia. Be Claudia just joined us. She just joined us. I love my Be Claudia. Be Claudia is one of the kindest, sweetest, very intelligent. Lovely, lovely lady in Germany. Whenever I get to Germany, B, I'm taking you out to dinner. You know what I want? Sauerbraten. You know how I love sauerbraten Somebody gave me the recipe and I screwed it up. Anyway, I need real German sauerbraten. It is so friggin' delicious. I used to get it in Fort Lauderdale when I lived in Florida. Remember that German restaurant? Yes. I love that German restaurant. And it was a guy from Germany that did the cooking. He was his own chef. But those days are gone. Now you go to an Italian restaurant and they put jalapeno in the sauce because people are Mexican or Hispanic. And Hispanic people don't like Italian sauce because it's not hot enough. So now the chefs are adding jalapeno to satisfy their palates of the Hispanic people.
1: Only because, because well, the,
2: California is like 80 percent Hispanic. Every
1: now. restaurant you go to actually serves jalapeno. sauce. So it doesn't matter what kind of restaurant it is; they serve
2: jalapeno sauce. Well, <laughs> I, I believe in about 25 years from now, California will be called North Mexico because that's what the Mexicans like calling it now. They call it northern Mexico. And if ever California does decide to break away from the United States, then it will be a. Uh, What do you call it, of Mexico? What do they call them? Republic of Mexico. Anyway, I like Mexican people, and I'm not being condescending.
1: You don't really like Mexican food though that much. Oh, I don't
2: like Mex. Well, I love tacos with a lot of sour cream, (laughs) but I don't really like uh, the the fishy stuff. And you know, a lot of it is really hot, and I'm not used to eating. We don't like the hot hot. food. It does my stomach. I just
1: like Chipotle. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, my stomach yells Italian food, Italian food. You know, I live Italian, I cook Italian. I am Italian, born in America, but I'm an Italo Italiano. Oh, uh, Dave Hughes just joined us too. Dave, Dave, we Dave, don't have he, any naked women coming on today. No naked women, but we've got a couple of men, so if you want to be a switchheader, maybe they'll unzip their pants <laughs> yeah, and, give you, and give you a, ch- a charge. But anyway. Um, I doubt it. You know, we, we all in this country forget that we once were immigrants. Uh, not us but our parents and it's time that we remember that that we are not americans we are americans through birth of nation of of citizenship but all of us our genes skin blood and looks are of other countries and i if i were born in italy i would be italian completely an italian citizen but since i'm born in america i'm an italo americano i'm proud of it baby anyway I can't wait for our guest to come on. Where yeah, is he? It's gonna
1: be fun. He'll be here in a minute.
2: Well, what is he doing? Roller skating?
1: Oh, I, I don't know what he's doing. He's not, it's not supposed to come on yet. It's not time. Oh, it's not time yet. It's not time. Usually you talk. So what's up, chat room? Everybody. I hope everybody's Look at doing my good. My injury.
2: Look, you don't give a shit about my injury. Look at those knuckles. Look at the blood. The fingers. The guts are hanging out of my fingers. Look, broken fingers. I need surgery. Look at those knuckles, Jimmy. Oh so my God. So we
1: finished hacks, you guys. It already went through the whole season. It went way too fast. We like loved it. Uh, I finished Stranger. I just finished Stranger Things season three now, so I'm just getting ready to start season four. But well, what we're uh,
2: crazy about is Asian Empire. Oh, Bling Empire. Bling Empire. Yeah, I Bling pick, Empire. You guys. It is the most. I mean, everything I was taught as a child—they do. That's wrong showing off buying flaunting uh labels uh, they're so totally completely caught up with Gucci and Versace and Balenciaga and every other designer that's all they wear that's all they buy they go into Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills and it's a cute little ring and it's only 30,000 so they buy it uh, they just
1: they went to a party and everybody at the table, like the lady who hosted the party, gave everybody a Rolex.
2: <laughs> a, a Rolex for coming to the party. She's
1: like a billionaire. They
2: just spend money like it was nothing. I mean, it's really sickening to watch because you think of so many people living in the streets, in tents.
1: B. Claudia just sent you a recipe for whatever it is you food You know, you B, you about. sent
2: me one before and I don't think I have a. Where'd you send she it? She sent it to? it to me. I got it. Oh, Jimmy got it. She just it. sent it again. Okay, you now. know what? I'm going to make it on the weekend. On, on Saturday. And we'll see how it goes. And then I'll let you know on what What kind of meat. You have to get a special kind of meat. Don't you have to let the meat ferment or something?
1: Oh, I don't know. They said, let's see Ron's watch, please.
2: Oh, it, it's just my diamond watch, my black face. That's all. My every day.
1: His every day. <laughs> so what's up, everybody? We're going to bring on our first guest. His name is Jeff Caperton. And uh, I think he's, he's in Texas. He lives in Texas, so he's probably in Texas. So go ahead, Juan, and let him in hey what's up
3: hey guys how are y'all
1: we are good are you in texas yes you are
3: yeah yeah i'm at my office in houston
1: and is that an emmy behind you uh yeah something like that yeah is it very, a real, very old
3: one is it a real one yeah it's from back when I, I was in news i was in news many years ago for with abc and uh that's something i won back in 19 but i don't know something or other so. <laughs>
2: I'm here.
1: All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented and super cool Jeff Caperton. Hello and welcome
2: to the show. Hey, guys. Am I allowed to Thanks for having me back. back. He
1: already knows you, so go ahead. You can say so. First of all, how are you doing? I
2: know you're doing great, Ron. I I know you're in the witness protection program. Yes, I am. Now you're out. Now they know you're in Texas, so you're gone.
3: Well, I said I was in Texas. That doesn't, you know.
2: <laughs> no, you should yeah, no, no, be <laughs> When you're in witness protection, I can be standing right behind you right now. <laughs> you should never tell people where you are. They have
1: a, they have a, the chat room says they love your shirt. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Oh,
2: hey, everybody in the chat room. Hey, y'all.
1: And from now on, we need, you know, you need to play up that. Now, wait a minute. Thing. You're
2: from Brooklyn. What's with the hey all? He's not from Brooklyn. No, that's the
1: second guest.
2: Oh, I got the wrong guest.
1: Yeah, what's this, a what's a this one's, one's
2: right? name? This oh, this was... is Jeff. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. That's why I'm doing these jokes because the second guy is a Ginzo from uh Brooklyn, oh, from okay. my neighborhood. I got a
3: protection guy.
2: Yeah, I didn't read I didn't read your name, Jeff. I'm sorry. But anyway, that's you're very okay, you're very Ron, handsome. Okay. You're very handsome with a nice smile. You're married?
3: Thank you. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh well. yeah. so ladies, give it up. Change change. Yeah.
3: But hey, thanks guys for having me be back on. I appreciate it. You know, the last time I was on, we had talked on the phone, but we had never met. But you know, now we've you know we've partied together. We've had, you know, wine, food, and song together. Probably so, we'll so even good.
1: remember. So he was at the four year stars, Melrose on Melrose at the fashion house. Yeah. Uh, yeah red Carpet um, event. He was Valentine's there with this yeah. for Valentine's Day. With your, who was your friend? Well, I know you uh, were with – my friend uh,
3: Tyler Gallant showed up. Yeah, Tyler. And, and my and, friend Blake Leon showed Blake, up. That's were, Blake, that's it. Blake
2: Leon. There. So what? I'm not supposed to remember. You want me to be like senile? No, you're supposed to remember. Of, of course, I remember. <laughs> you know, you know what? When you live together for so many years, they start to think you up, think thoughts for you. That's why any marriage after ten years, get rid of it. And go on, you know, go on to a new one, start fresh because after 10 years, they think they own you, they know everything about you, you're stupid. You they follow you around saying you left the water uh, on, you know, things like that. You did leave the water on, well, that's I'm, you know, Charles I'm a Brooklyn, week
3: away from my 15th anniversary, so I guess I gotta make a decision. Get,
2: get, get, get rid of whoever it is t- after 10 years, get rid of her. But, okay, so hold on, though, I
1: want to go back because so, we need to start using that in your publicity, Emmy Award winning. <laughs> jeff caperton because that makes yeah. a big deal. Di- that makes a difference actually nominated twice
3: I, we got nominated a few years ago for a christmas special we did called the heart of christmas but it was for best original uh song so it wasn't really anything i did but but you know but that one being
1: show. a newscaster and i see an ncis hat is that from when you did an episode of ncis
3: yeah i was actually on the first two seasons of ncis uh 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 new orleans i was a semi reoccurring featured something I forget what they called it but anyway I was an ATF agent named Garrett and uh I actually had to leave the show at the end of the second season because we were going to Cleveland to shoot dog eat dog and I was I wasn't going to be there for the last couple of episodes and I was hoping they'd write me out with some big thing where maybe I got killed and the whole NCIS guys you know trying to avenge my death or something but they just made now,
1: you just
2: disappear
3: it <laughs> 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 was just gone you know
1: I like fucking love it. They love your smile too, by the way. Be clawed. You you. you,
2: you have nice teeth. Are they yours or dentures?
3: They're mine, unfortunately. Yeah, they probably take take good
2: care of your teeth, right? Uh, I try. Yeah. Yeah, that's (laughs) why you have them. People that don't take care of their teeth wind up with dentures. But anyway. Uh, you're handsome. You're good looking. You're, you're taken. You. So ladies out there, turn your vibrators off and relax. <laughs>
1: so so you guys, you can follow Jeff on Instagram. He's at Jeff Caperton, J E F F C A P E R T O N. Right. No and, space. Uh, and no space. And he does everything. You guys, he's been, uh, he, 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 produces, do you direct? I know you write some, you produce. Um, I did, I've done
3: some second unit work. I haven't actually directed anything, but I've done some second unit directing just for helping friends and doing different things. But yeah i uh, I mostly produce I do act a little bit and I do stunt work so I do falls stunt and driving work. And, and fights and things like that so
1: yeah you guy got to watch his Instagram because yeah, he's got some good stunt yeah, shit. Stunts,
2: you know stunt work is really dangerous I I, I knew Burt mm-hmm. Reynolds pretty well mm-hmm. uh right Jimmy and Burt mm-hmm. and I in private would talk and I said Burt what's not broken on you and he said yeah. my, he said my dick and I said that's a good thing he said you bet it is otherwise it wasn't broken it was just tired yeah no he said he said you bet it is or a lot of women are going to be disappointed no Bert had a great (laughs) sense of humor but really Bert broke practically every bone in his body yeah he was always in pain always always taking pain pills
3: yeah my business partner Mark Berman knew Hal Needham very well Uh, his family knew them back in the day of course he was Bert's best friend lived with them for a long time and and uh, I got a lot of those stories <laughs> yeah,
2: from maybe. them back
3: in the day. But uh you know, I've gotten hurt doing a lot of stupid things. I have yet to get injured doing a stunt. So fingers oh, crossed. That's
1: funny. You get hurt on other things and not in the stunt I get hurt
3: bending over to pick up a pencil. I pulled my neck out the other day rolling over and adjusting my pillow in bed. So I mean, you know
2: <laughs> You sound like Jimmy.
3: Yeah, i have all
1: for, kinds of, i do all those little aches and pain things too jimmy jimmy starts yeah, so
2: i'm
3: walking jimmy, funny everybody's asking me why i'm walking funny and i have to tell them oh, i you know i jumped off a 10-story building and landed on a car or whatever yeah but i rolled over to bed wrong <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> actually somebody b wrote that you won something in cons for directors Fortnite at 2016. what was that
3: we did uh, my business partner mark berman out there in los angeles and i uh and some others produced a movie called dog eat dog starring Nicolas cage and willem defoe and it was directed by uh paul schrader you know from taxi yes. driver and raging yep. bull and all that and uh it was it was a we we, uh, we had bought the book and developed it into a movie it's a book by eddie eddie bunker called Dog Eat dog and uh we finally got that sucker made in fact that's the movie i had to leave ncis new orleans to go yes shoot. got that Cleveland. now yeah and i uh, had to go out there and yeah got into cons It won the directors fortnight and uh and got a lot of really great critical acclaim didn't make a lot of money but it got great critical acclaim
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that brings you to love can of we money. see it yeah it i'm still waiting
3: for that big check but you know can people yeah.
1: see it is it like available like on amazon prime or anywhere it was going, to it, see
3: we, it? We, we had a what's called a limited theatrical uh, release i think we it was yes. uh, released in 240 some odd theaters nationwide which is nothing uh but it was only in theaters for eight days and they uh ended up on on uh netflix it was on netflix for a while i don't think it's on netflix anymore but i know it's still out there on some of the streaming deals i'm familiar with the title Yeah, i, am too, yeah. I, don't, I,
2: don't I can't know. place it but doggy dog, dog. Yeah, i'm, f- I'm familiar time with, with time the title
3: was how was how william william oh,
1: defoe i mean i think
3: oh, that's awesome yeah.
1: how is william oh, defoe i think he's like freaking awesome like
3: he's Win one defoe of the greatest actors ever. ever he is
2: william a defoe, sweetheart
3: I, I love William. in fact uh for the year two years after we finished that movie william texted me happy birthday on my birthday for two years oh, yeah. how cool is that I, I was
2: having lunch in greenwich village at a sidewalk cafe and he was walking down on the street and he waited for the traffic light and i yelled out hey william uh, hello whatever and he turned yeah. around and he looked at me and he like do you do i know you he came over to the <laughs> iron railing where we were seated and he began talking to me and he just thought i was funny as all hell because i said <laughs> no i said some crazy stuff and he really enjoyed himself and he said to me good luck i said yeah, he, you were, he was a nice guy in, in he took uh,
3: our entire cast and crew to a cleveland baseball game bought yeah. tickets hot dog beer yeah. paid for the bus everything
2: he's but a regular he's a regular joe
3: great great guy yeah brilliant. i, I, I would he. do anything he called and asked me to do i would go do
2: yeah.
1: did you did you uh ever see boondock saints because i love boondock saints and he's brilliant in boondocks i
3: have but it's been so freaking long ago i don't hardly remember anything
1: about it oh everybody needs to go see boondock saints it's freaking awesome it's got uh uh norman reedus And Kilpatrick, whatever his name is, something Kilpatrick, the guy he always does the movies with anyway. It's a phenomenal movie, so everybody should see it. So let me brag a little bit for you. Oh please! Actually, I think the last time we had you on, first of all, we were talking about Poker Run, um, and uh, we've—that's a John Schneider movie—and we have had John Schneider on the show before, and we've had Mindy Robinson on the show before. So you were on there doing that. You're in the Mark Wahlberg film Deepwater Horizon. Some of the TV shows you guys—you have seen uh, Jeff on Queen of the South, Quarry, Scream the series, Murder Made Me Famous. 11-22-63, Eleven twenty two sixty three. I love that. The first. NCIS show. New Orleans, second chance. Who's the boss? Mr. Belvedere, Remington Steel, Moonlighting. Um
3: just dated me. Yeah.
1: Um, I know, and I did that on purpose. So, like, like who would have ever thought? Because you don't look a day over, like, 35 or 40, but who would have oh, thought? Because who's the boss in, in Mr. Belvedere and Remington Steel? That shit's, like, 40 years
3: old. Yeah, from the 80s, yeah. <laughs> I actually moved to L.A. when I was 19 in 1985. I, I worked for a TV station here in Houston, and I got offered a network job at 19 years old. And so I packed up my little car and moved my butt to L.A., And I worked on, back then, ABC Television Center was over in Silver Lake. It wasn't in Burbank. It was over on Prospect Avenue. And uh, so we worked out of the Prospect Avenue lot, and they shot all, man, they shot so much stuff on there, The Love Boat and, you know, all these different shows. And I started dating this girl that worked for uh, 20th Century Fox in their casting and got me a few just little, on my days off and stuff, some little walk-on parts and different things in those, very small little parts in those things.
2: So I understand you're doing something with us. Are we we're not gonna talk about it. But I just want yeah, you to man, man, no, I, I, I want looking you to though. I love it. Idea. I, want, <laughs> I want you to know that I'm happy that you're on our team uh, because of Great, your you. your no, because of who you are and your credits are good. And I feel the script is good and it will make a fine movie. A movie we need today. We need to laugh. We need to a feel yeah. good movie. Uh, we have too much darkness, too much murder, too many guns, too many shootings, too much blood. I don't think it's healthy for the young people or for most people mm-hmm. to, to watch. So yeah, no,
3: I love uh, the script. It's funny, funny, funny. It's a, it's a very kind of a dark, subtle comedy. But I think with the right cast, they can really bring the comedy out in it and, and make it amazing.
2: Well, in selecting the cast, uh, I selected a director who is Italian married to a Jewish guy. <laughs> so we have you know we have we need that in the in the storyline as you know. Yeah, yeah. And Laney Kazan- Lainey Kazan is considering it. She's lo- like liking- I love Laney. She wants Laker to do it. And we have a lot of other and then a friend of yours who's a- who we like very much and know may play it. So I really can't give names out because we cannot do it until we come back. Um, yeah. But until it sounds ahead. good. I'm I'm excited, you know. I wanna get it rolling. And yeah. um I think we could make it because
1: you put the name on the fucking uh, you can tell people the name.
2: The name of it is a gift of magic. Laney Kazan is a bookie and I'm a and I play her husband, a mafioso. And the two of us get involved with a a crazy Chinese, (laughs) crazy Chinese lady who gives Laney a gift. And from there, the story unfolds. It's full of it's full of humor. Yeah. You
3: find the benefits and the curse of getting a gift.
2: It's it's all no it is it's true it's all about Brooklyn people Mm -hmm. my characters are are, they speak Brooklynese they're all very Mm -hmm. real good loving people you will love everybody in it yeah I I hope it works we'll see but yeah it's got a lot um, of
3: different ethnic uh, things in it but it really shows the culture of multiple different ethnicities that all lived in that area you know and in
2: 1943.
3: Yeah, regular folks and as well as those who were, you know, How everyone uh,
2: everyone got along in the family business. No one, no one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the family business, right? Everyone got along back in the 1940s when I was a kid. I never remember my parents ever saying anything about black people, Spanish people, French people, German. Never, mm. never, never, never. Mm. My mother would say the lady down the block or, or you know, the woman, the fish wife or the big mouth or, <laughs> you know, those kind of nicknames. But never anything pertaining oh, to. Uh, yeah, it
3: was a race related.
2: There was no such thing as race back in those days. Everybody was all immigrants. American, people yeah. wanting to be American. And it was that's a little different
3: in the South, but up there, yeah. He <laughs> said it was yeah. a little different I grew in the South. south well, it no. different down here. Don't but, figure, yeah. yeah, but it don't forget, I,
2: I was born in Brooklyn, so I'm a, I'm a real northerner. And I only write what I, I I'm a street writer. I write what I remember. And I think it's nostalgia and it's, it's, it's wholesome. Mm-hmm. And, it, it's and we'll get, have updates for you guys. In and the it gets a message. Yes, no, I love the script when I read it. Hey, not, not talking about my script anymore. Talking about things in general. I think film should get messages out to the young people that manners count. Elderly count. Young people yeah. count. Babies Describe count. Pregnant yeah. women count. You know, get up in the subway, give a seat to somebody. Things like that should be brought Mm -hmm. out in films today. I think that the films today only bring out the anger, hatred, prejudice, and want to destroy, kill, maim, and make blood all over the place. I mean, I'm in horror movies, and I try not to be in them where they're bloody. Yeah, I turn down
3: of of blood here and there. You don't do,
2: yeah, you don't do horror movies though. I
1: turn those scripts down. Do you? Yeah. You don't do horror movies. I don't know. You don't have any horror movies on your. I've only done one.
3: Uh, I did a, a very good friend of mine in LA, and not related to my partner Mark Berman, but his a mutual friend of ours, Barney Berman, uh, is an Oscar-winning special effects guy. He won the Oscar for uh, Star Trek uh, back in 2009, and uh, he made all the creatures and the monsters right. and everything on like And he made a movie called Barney Berman's Wild Boar, and I kind of helped. You know, I helped with everything from build sets to you know everything on that thing and i had a small little part in it and i died a very gruesome death but that's that's you really killed the only by a boar you got killed by a boar done. yeah yeah but it's uh it's not like a normal wild boar <laughs> it's
1: like a really big one right
3: yeah but yeah if you can find barney berman's wild boar out there somewhere streaming i know it's out there someplace it was actually very big among the horror film you know i remember
1: movie. that no i actually remember that but yeah. i don't think i knew
3: you then yeah uh, barney is an amazing special effects guy because he brought all his skills and he had a studio at the time because he was doing all the special effects for uh grim and oh, so he had yeah, a studio good. at the time and uh so we had resources galore you know there so the, the movie was much higher production value than, than what the budget was it was an amazing looking film it was really well, That's really good the way all movies should. I, be. I do
2: horror movies but i don't like them i was eaten <laughs> by a gigantic rat and that was weird ah. oh that was fun because it got on the set at six in the morning you know how studios are dark yes yeah. And there was this Volkswagen-sized rat with slime falling out of its teeth and red eyes, and I didn't realize it was there. And I turned a corner and I got scared hell. And I thought, wow, <laughs> this rat's really gonna, you know, work in the right. film. Unfortunately, right. it wasn't as frightening in the film because they lit the rat. They should have left the rat in the dark because that's yeah. what it was frightening. But you know, you yeah. can't suggest they. Yeah, made it, it look more
3: more real too, or more yeah. You know.
2: So, if, you, if you suggest they fire you, you know that. Do you like horror oh, movies? Yeah.
1: Do you like horror movies? Do you like watch them ever?
2: I, I don't know.
3: watch a lot of them. It's not really my thing. Although my wife, on our very first date, I took her to see, I don't know if you remember the movie Skeleton Key. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, uh, um, Kate Hudson and, and all yeah. that. I, I took her to see that specifically because I was trying to, you know, get her to, you know, cuddle up. Right,
2: and, to, <laughs> to grab you. <laughs> to, you know. to scream and, and heard, hug you. you know, so, <laughs> You're Fifteen
3: years up. next week. <laughs> there you go. So, how
1: did I want to know? So, like, because I went down your IMDb and I was like looking on it all. And, it, and how how did you get how how did you get to be yourself at the Emmy Awards twice?
3: Uh, we, uh, we were invited. I got uh, I had a I had a I had a show that was nominated one year, and then uh, the next year we were a, a good friend of mine show was nominated for like five, and so he invited me to come with them. So we got to go. I mean, okay. I wasn't on stage. I was just there.
1: But you get a credit for that did on you IMDb. Get credit, yeah. Hey, that's get freaking credit. cool.
3: Did, no, did, did, It was did, a lot did. of fun. Cause uh, the the uh, uh, my wife had never been to anything like that. I went to the Oscars back in uh, oh, God, when I was here, it was like early '90s, I think. And my wife had never been to anything like that. And you know, so she's she's from Golden, Colorado. You know, a little mountain girl and. And she said, what do I need to do? I said, well, imagine the most formal prom or cotillion or whatever. She was a shorty girl. So she understood proms and cotillions and all that stuff and multiply it by a thousand.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and I actually, I actually hired a, uh, hired someone to take her out and help her get a dress and the shoes. And, and I had, there's, there's a makeup guy here in Houston that does a lot of work in LA over on, uh, uh Rodeo drive. He, He's back and forth quite a bit there's certain actors that actually fly him all over the country to come do their eyebrows and different things and i had edward come out and do her hair and makeup you know for the for the deal and everything and i mean it was a big deal it was nuts because i was down in the lobby of the hotel we were staying at the uh at the ritz carlton right next door to the uh, staples center where the show was and so all the different shows are downstairs interviewing people and doing different things and i went down to the lobby to get starbucks I was coming back up to the room and I passed my wife on the elevator and not and, and on the it, escalator. It, it didn't even know did her.
2: <laughs> well, that's good because you know a lot of men would say to their wives, change your hair color. I want you to be a redhead. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in bed with a different woman. So <laughs> no, really, it was yeah. years ago. That was a standard joke. You know, women, yeah, yeah. women in my day, as they grew gray, they grew blonde, of course. They never mm-hmm. got gray hair so the husband would say you know for you're years blonde, I, right. for years i was banging a brunette now i'm banging a blonde so it's go. the same woman you know
1: <laughs> i love it though so so what are your favorite kinds of movies like you're in you do a lot of action kind of shit like you do action. i do i
3: like the action stuff i produced a, a kids movie for for uh uh this last summer um that was a, i'd never done a kids movie or really anything with kids and I did this, is a hilarious, it's going to be really, really funny. It's still in post-production right now, but it's called Wonder London and it's a little kid's fantasy action adventure. So there's, you know, there's magic and floating around and magic spells and things like that. But it's got Vivica A. Fox, uh, Taryn Manning, uh, Shana Campbell, a bunch of, a bunch of, and it's just absolutely hilarious. Uh, Cousin Tommy from, uh, um, I can't think of his name right now, uh, Paul Harvey, not Paul Harvey, uh, Steve Harvey's radio show is in it absolutely hilarious funny 80% of my cast was under 14 never dealt with that before we had a dog i never dealt with that before but had a great time with that i had more fun than i thought i would have i really enjoyed doing it and uh but no i yeah, like action adventure stuff if you look on there i play cop a lot i'm a, a cop a lot <laughs> i've been <laughs> that's it's I've that's been like him he's a mobster. <laughs> if it has initials i've been at NCIS uh FBI ATF uh you know FBI, anything that's got initials, I've been at it at some point. I've been an L.A. cop, a Dallas cop, a New Orleans cop, a New York City cop. Uh, you know, I've been a local. lot of cops. Actually, yeah.
1: T- Taryn Manning is very cool. We had her on the show, and she actually lives here in Palm
3: Springs. Yeah, right? she lives there in Palm Springs. Yes, yeah, she's actually a friend of mine now. We actually made friends on that show. We uh, Her ride taking her – we were shooting out at a ranch, and her ride taking her back to the city uh, to the airport was like three hours late, and we sat in, the, in, in her trailer talking. And just became really really good friends and i got to hang out with her a little bit back in february when i was out there for the super bowl so uh i love taryn she's she's amazing
1: super nice you know she's a famous singer i mean she's
2: like
3: a really good singer
2: people want Mm -hmm. to know living an exciting life in la what made you move to texas
3: well i grew up here and i moved to la you know back then when i was 19 and 19 whatever and uh, but when I lost that job a few years later, because Disney uh, bought ABC and in capital cities ramp up to sell it, they did all this cutting and did all these things. And I lost my job. And because I was in my early 20s and living in LA, I had about eight cents in savings. So I had really had like 30 days to find a <laughs> job, you know, and ended up coming back to Texas, went back to school, became a paramedic and a firefighter for a while and did a few things. And then but I stayed in touch with a lot of my friends out there. I used to go to the comedy clubs a lot. So I had a lot of comedians who were friends and I stayed in touch with them. And uh, about 20 years ago, a couple of the comedians and I started doing some little short films and funny little stuff together. And next thing I knew, you know, I was back in the business, so.
2: So you like living in Texas?
3: I do and I can I, I can live here a lot nicer than I can live out there. Okay. <laughs> you well, know?
2: That, that's for sure. Where yeah. te- where about where about I can generally life. get
3: a round trip ticket to LA, you know, for well, until all this craziness for about two fifty or three hundred dollars. Now when I was out there last week, I paid twelve hundred dollars for my plane ticket. But
2: it's uh, insane. It's generally insane. it's
3: very easy to get back and forth. Plus I can get to New Orleans, Atlanta, New York, Miami, you know, I can get, get anywhere in the country in a half a day.
2: Yeah, where yeah, whereabouts 10, 10, 10, 10. are you in about to you in Texas? I'm in Houston. You, oh, I love Houston.
3: Yeah, and we're in far northwest. Beautiful, I'm only about little two, city. two hours from Austin.
2: Houston is a nice clean little city.
3: It is. It's a nice place. It's home. You know yeah.
2: where the Alamo is?
3: Uh, San Antonio. Oh San Antonio. San
2: Antonio. Okay. Uh another favorite place of mine. You know, yeah. I go cross country a lot by car because I love to drive. Years ago, not anymore. And I, and my favorite stops were Houston and mm-hmm. San Antonio. I love San Antonio to eat along the canal. It's so mm-hmm. pretty and so picturesque. It so is. hot, humid, but
3: yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, I shot a movie there last fall, and it was uh, love it there. It Beautiful, stupid Tech- hot.
2: <laughs> now, what what a house that's in Texas for, let's like, say, three hundred thousand is three million in uh, LA. Yeah, <laughs> it's really now, sad. Our- our because prices are been... starting
3: to go up, but when people come to visit and they see my home, they think it's a multi-million dollar home and it's it's by no means, <laughs> not even close. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's, and especially when friends come from like uh, uh, New York City, they're just astounded. But our, our our prices are starting to go up now, especially with everybody from California moving out here all of a sudden. I know there's they're such they're... an exodus to yeah. Texas.
2: Every, so many people, we have, I won't mention their name, but a very famous soap opera star, Actually, the king of all soap operas, he and his wife want to sell in L.A. now, move to Texas. Mm-hmm. And I asked why. I asked why Texas. He said, because it's a Republican state. I thought, <laughs> OK, that's interesting. <laughs> yes, that's, that's a reason, I guess.
3: Well, I mean, the, the quality of life is just, you know, amazing. You don't have that great L.A. weather, but you've got, you know, these people are out there are finding out if they can sell their two bedroom, one bath. Home for two million dollars, <laughs> and moved here and for two million dollars, you know, buying a estate. Right. <laughs> you know, right, so right, right, all of right, a sudden have, they're in a ten thousand square foot house with a you know, pool right. and everything. Have you
1: like ever community heard?
3: Community and,
1: have you heard of Pilot Point, Texas? Yeah. Is that far from Houston?
3: um I'm not sure exactly where it is. I actually think it's up. uh I think it's down on the coast somewhere, maybe around Beaumont or Port Arthur.
1: Okay.
2: Why are we, we shooting it up?
3: Really we're, sure.
1: we're, we're doing a movie, and, and now I, I think you, you could be maybe I could get you involved in that because we're oh, going to be doing right a movie. Here, in, we're going to be doing a movie in Pilot Point. It's a horror movie, so like you'd be in another horror movie, and it's going to be Is an right? iconic. It's going to be an iconic horror movie. I can't say too much. Am, am I in
2: that one? Yeah, you're in it. See, it pays <laughs> to play with. The, no, I'm telling you, sleep with the producer. You get so many jobs. There
1: you go. <laughs> and actually, the movie came out of one of the guests that we had on the show. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, and, and I was um, asked,
2: and not because of him.
1: He, he asked. No, no, he. he asked I, I told, for me. Uh, so well, anyway, we're going to have a bunch of icons from the 80s and 90s, you know, in this film. It's a horror oh, film. Fun, fun. And uh, we've already got like eight or ten big people committed to it. And nice. uh, and so we're playing. I know the one Marcus you're talking
2: about. <laughs> he's talking about a good movie. Oh,
1: I could probably get him. Actually, we could probably get him. Who Eric is trying.
2: He's, probably yeah.
3: good. he's, he's doing a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, I've he's still, doing all, a lot all my of friends stuff. have worked with him. I'm the only one I know that hasn't worked with him yet. And I loved that chip show when I was a kid. Awesome. he's a
1: really there. nice guy i met him at a convention in florida me, you know. years ago and he so he's on my jimmy star is the shit video series <laughs> and uh, except for that he wouldn't say jimmy Starr is the shit because he said i'm a policeman you know now and i, can't, I don't want to say it so no, he said i hate it so he said jimmy Starr is the bomb <laughs> but he was super nice you know really nice
3: that's why i want to meet him because you know you, i like it when i meet you know heroes or people that I'm, I'm fond of and they turn out to be great folks uh yeah you know
2: I can't I imagine it when it's
3: the other way around I met I just worked with an actor a very big name I won't say his name but an A-list actor on a film just uh just shot my scenes a couple well two weeks ago while I was out there and uh man don't want to, I will never work with that guy again I'll never even walk into the same room with him again <laughs> if I walk into a room and he's in there I'm walking right back out just there
2: you go I feel yeah, that way just, about I don't it.
3: understand why people want to be that way I would not want to be known as that kind of guy
2: no I've I've been on set yeah, where I have been instructed, do not speak to the star. Yeah. And I say, fuck you. And the first <laughs> thing I do, I don't care if I get No, I don't care if I get thrown off. The, look, listen, I made a movie with Sophia Loren 1959. Mm. I played a soldier. Mm. Do not go near Sophia Loren, or tab Hunter or uh, Barbara Nichols or George mm. Sanders. They told yeah. us the whole important cast. I went over and sat down next to Sophia in George Sanders strap chair, Mm-hmm. they came over to me and they said, hey, soldier, up. And Sophia looked and said, no, let him stay, because I had spoken to her already. I mm-hmm. spoke in Italian, and she said to me, your Italian is as bad as my English. So we, yeah. bond- we bonded. Right. Sophia Loren is a decent human being and a mm-hmm. kind woman. But like, we have a very good friend of ours who has worked with J-Lo and mm-hmm. hates J-Lo because J-Lo is, tells people you're not to look her in the eye. You're mm-hmm. not to speak to her and you're not to go anywhere near her. Yeah. I mean, J-Lo is a Puerto Rican from New York who had shit. Yeah. And who the yeah. fuck does she think she is now? <laughs> but, a big ass, but a big ass broad. That when she's... Yeah, can not be on this show
3: anytime soon, but
2: yeah. <laughs> so wait a minute. You know, that big ass of hers, when she's 50... She's not gonna now. Well, yeah, when it's she's just gonna six, be a big ass. <laughs> when, when she's sixty-five and that ass is down to her ankles she's not gonna be so happy about it.
3: Yeah. 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 And I didn't even say anything to him. I went up, I said my line and turned around and walked away, and then just got my head ripped off. And I'm like, Okay, but you know, and I've worked with a number of people who you know, and you know, the crew even warned me bef- you know beforehand, everybody on the crew said just watch these guys, you know, all over. That's
2: horrible. Time. That's yeah, really but, horrible. Um,
3: And But then I was warned, I did a movie a couple of years ago, not a movie, it's actually a Hulu series with uh, Sean Penn called The First. And everybody warned me, watch out for Sean Penn, he's horrible to work with, they're going to hate it, he's going to be rude to you and mean to you and whatever. We had this long, horrible scene where we're supposed to be in a congressional office building and we're walking down this long marble hallway while we're talking. And then we go through a door and down some stairs, horrible, long scene, you know, one of those those Aaron Sorkin, you know, walking forever (laughs) with 500 things going on simultaneously scenes. And, uh, and we had to do it about a million times because I will say this, he didn't know his lines, but I will also say this, he had a hell of a lot more lines than I did to learn. So, but, uh, but we were going, we had to keep doing it over because he kept, he kept messing it up. And I messed it up a couple of times too, but in part of the scene, we, you know, it was getting late and we were doing it over and over again. he was he was opening doors for me and asking me how i was and what i did and where i lived and that he was as nice as he could be and i i really didn't expect to like him and i was prepared not to like him and uh but he couldn't have been nicer
2: i you think know? you always Say, have to with betty davis i was warned be careful of betty davis don't be friendly with her she's not really very nice bullshit i became her friend i went to her house for parties we knew each other Until she went to Paris and died, Mm. Betty Davis didn't like phonies. If you kissed her ass and flattered her, she threw up. She liked me because I cursed. She loved the word fuck. Betty Davis used (laughs) fucking. No, every other word was fuck.
3: I can see
2: that. I wait. I go to her apartment. Guess what her apartment number was? 4F. So, of course, I had to say something. I said, Betty, how apropos, you're living in an apartment, four fucks. She said, yes, darling, 4X. With that, she inhaled a cigarette and drank scotch at the same time. Never got a, <laughs> I never got over how anyone could do that. It was a talent. And Betty Davis was probably the sweetest, the nicest, a funny lady. She loved dirty jokes. She was so far from what people said. She was evil and mean and and, and not true. Not true at all.
1: I think that I think it just kind of depends because I think everybody has different experiences. No, Raquel
2: Welch is not nice. You know, Raquel Welch, Betty yeah. Davis hated her. Yeah. A lot of people don't like I don't like yeah. Raquel Welch because we Im- invited on our show. And You know what she said? Yeah. I, I will never, never go on, on your show. show. <laughs> you know, bitch. I met
3: her one time she came into ABC to do a Good Morning America interview. And she was reasonably nice. I mean, you know, we didn't spend a lot of time together, but she was reasonably nice. But it's also, you know, it was four o'clock in the morning because, you know, Good Morning America is done on the East Coast and we were on the West Coast, but she had to come in at 4 a.m. to get in hair and makeup to do her her Good Morning America bit. So, you know, she wasn't in the greatest of moods either. But Lara
2: Lara Spence is on ABC Good Morning, and she grew up in my house. She's my daughter, Leslie's best and dearest friend. Is lara spencer so mm-hmm. i know but i mean i know we you know we interviewers talk among ourselves and an actor is stupid if they get in our hair because we spread the word to each <laughs> other no we do i have been yeah. called up and said so and so is coming on your show don't do this don't say that i didn't got in trouble and my feelings are listen if you can't be honest on our show get the yeah. fuck off yeah when
3: you I know we're off, not I we're not scripted we're not scripted
2: me. we are a converse no listen we are a conversation show and we say whatever we want we're unscripted and unfiltered and that's what makes us the number one show for all these years emmy nominated all that bullshit bullshit we don't do like everybody else we don't tell you what to say or what questions we're going to ask you you have no idea what i'm going to throw at you and the beautiful thing is the spontaneity And if you're a smart, clever host, you know how to throw it back. And that's what makes a good show. And you're a good host. I'm happy with you. you. Well, you're a talker. You're a storyteller. And you know how to throw it back. So you're easy work. I've yeah. had people on where I want to kill myself. <laughs> I because that they just do. No. Uh huh. Uh huh. What I like about you,
3: Ron, is you're exactly the same in person, though. If you're standing in the room talking to you. You're exactly your conversation. Everything you do is exactly just like it is on the show.
2: It's, no, uh, if you give me your script, I act. But if I'm yeah. doing this show on me, why?
3: Yeah, I, you're exactly you.
2: I sell me, and Jimmy <laughs> sells himself. Don't you yeah. sell yourself when you're you? I try to. I mean, you <laughs> have to. Nobody likes. When you're you and you're full of shit, and you have airs and you talk, oh well, you know, you put on the Ritz and all that crap. People don't like that. People want to know who is Ron Russell. This is Ron. He's got a dirty mouth. He's a little nuts. He's an old man. He's crazy, but he's funny. We like mm-hmm. him, and he doesn't hurt anybody. He doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah, no. And that's what makes movies.
3: Yeah.
2: And you're honest, and you're down. to, You talked about real estate and homes and prices. I like that. No, really. A lot of a lot of celebrities won't do that.
1: We actually had Donna Mills on last week, though, and she even publicly told everybody she's eighty-one. Yeah, yeah, well, I was actually I I was gonna watch gorgeous. that. Oh,
2: gorgeous!
3: Watch, but I I was actually looking forward to that. She's was, very good. I, I,
1: if you ever need like someone to play like an older woman person, mm-hmm. she's like, and she's and she's,
2: Jeff. Uh,
1: I saw she looked
2: Fabulous. She, fabulous. she <laughs> is probably one of the most honest. Uh, guests we've had, she told her like yeah. it was. She's good, and she just booked yeah, a I role. I really wanted to see that episode. Watch I, it on YouTube. It's going to play. On I will. YouTube. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch it at some it, point. It's a good. It's a good, to, it's I, a good I, one.
3: I was in LA that day, and I had to catch a flight to Nashville. And no, uh, it, it's, and
1: it's a good it. interview. Some of them stink, Shh. but that was a good She's one. She's working though. She's working a lot. She just did the 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 latest Jordan Peele movie. Oh. Just, okay. That's like big time. Like going into Ooh. a Jordan Peele movie because he's like big time. Um. So I think it's all really cool. So. Uh, so let's go with, um, some hypotheticals and since you're an action guy, uh, and I always love this. So, so if you could have been in any action movie that's ever been made in the world, what action movie would you be like? Oh my God, I would love to be the star of this movie.
3: Uh, I guess it's an action movie. Um, my favorite movie in the whole wide world. I mean, it sounds silly. It's Smokey and the Bandit. I love that. Oh <laughs> my God! What movie. a great movie! And you know what? I mean, Bert? I can be turned. I can turn on the TV right now, and it's halfway through the movie, and I will stop and watch the rest of the movie. Yeah, okay. I love okay, it. Okay, fact, can... fact,
2: fact, fact, fact. Mm-hmm. I've often spoken to Bird about his movies, and I said, out of all your films, did you love the one with Catherine Deneuve the most because you were making love to her? He really made love to her in real mm-hmm. life, anyway. He said, Nah, making love to her on the camera wasn't fun. It was making love mm-hmm. to her off camera that was. Yeah. But he did say that he loved his bandit movies. Yeah. Yeah. everybody told him not to do it. It was going
3: to ruin his career.
2: No. (laughs) Because it was
3: his friend Hal Needham's movie, and Hal had never directed before and and done anything. And they said, no, this is going to be a disaster. It's going to ruin you. But he had promised Hal that he would do it, and he did it. And it it, it was –
2: wait, wait. That that character he played was the closest to who Burt Reynolds really was. Mm. Yeah, and in real life, he loved it, but he loved it. Yeah. And you know what? They kept giving him Trans Am cars for free. Mm. He never had to buy a Trans Am. They kept giving, <laughs> every year they yeah. gave him a brand new Trans Am.
1: I grew up, I grew up in West Palm Beach, Florida. I went to Forest Hill High School and Burt Reynolds' right.
2: brother was my high school football
1: coach. Okay, and I yeah. was very good friends uh, with his well, – dad was
3: a sheriff, wasn't
1: it? Yeah. yeah, I was really good friends with his nephew. And Bert Reynolds used to come and hang out at lunch with all of us, and he would sit on the bleachers and just, like, hang out with us, just like a regular right. person, which right. was super cool. And my dad worked for the airlines, and for some reason, yeah. like, he was, like, the liaison, so every time Bert flew in, my dad was the one who picked him up. So, <laughs> And Ron used to be really good friends with his aunt manager. Lee
2: Winkler is the founder – uh, he, lee wingler was the business manager of all the biggest stars in hollywood and he was with burke then from when burke started off as nobody and mm-hmm. that's how i got close to burke because lee was my best and dearest friend in the world so i had mm-hmm. lots of lunches with Bert, and he's come up to the house mm-hmm. P- lee and perry's house up in uh, truesdale and Bert was just regular guy he didn't give a shit about hollywood he couldn't care less all he wanted to do was get high and have a girl around so no really he liked getting high he yeah. liked getting he liked drinking
1: actually too yeah. though then the movie you did poker run is kind of like a tribute to Smokey and the bandit is
3: that well the 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 first one stand on it was absolutely it was a tribute parody of of Smokey and the bandit and then poker run was the second in the series it kind of veers off it's not on the same quite the same path uh and then the they're shooting they're getting ready to start shooting the third one uh see i can't remember what the double down or Get down or something, I forget what it's called, but they're, I know they're fixing to start the third one. And uh, I'm waiting for my phone to ring. Hey, it'll <laughs> it'll ring. ring. It'll ring. Bert
2: also liked working with Dolly Parton in Little Who House, Best, the best Little Who house, house in Texas. Yeah. He, liked, he liked playing a Texan mm-hmm. and he liked yeah. the accent and he liked that country boy image more yeah. than anything else that he had, yeah. had ever done i
3: never met him but when i was a kid my father pointed him out to me we were at the warwick hotel here in houston and bert was in the lobby and my dad pointed him out to me but i never met him so wait, i just so. have a friend named tim phillips who actually works full-time this is a full-time job as a burt reynolds impersonator. Bandit, bandit garble uh impersonator he travels the country he's got a friend that does buford with the gold police car and the whole thing. He's hes really amazing. And he actually knew Bert very well for a long time. And Bert toward the, the, the end, when he started getting older, actually used to hire Tim to go with him when he was hired for appearances, because he said, I'm showing up his, these appearances and people are disappointed because I don't look like me anymore. So he would take Tim because he looked like young Bert Reynolds, young and then Bert. you would get real Bert Reynolds at the same time.
1: Oh my God. That's fun. Yeah. So the last movie that he did, the last action star uh, was a really good like movie. The guy who directed it. Now I forgot his name, even though we follow each other, but I mean, he came on our show when the movie came out and it right. was a really good movie. We watched it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm only sorry. I was living in Florida at the time and Bert was up at Jupiter and my friend, uh, Nicole was going up to see him and she said, you want to see Bert? And I'd say, Oh, I can't today. I blah, 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 blah. And she went, she came back and she said, Ron, Good thing you didn't go. It's not Bert anymore. Doesn't even look like him. He's bald and he's this and he's that. He really got old and sickly quickly. Mm. And it was yes, sad. Man, it was sad. Bad. So I'm happy that I remember him as being a yeah. spiffy spiffy right. guy, not not the other.
1: In the chat room, they're saying your phone is gonna ring. So let's tell us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let tell us about. Okay, so okay, so that's the movie. If it's nobody has ever picked that movie, by the way, like
3: ever. ever. Well, it's not really that. I guess kind of an action movie, but you know. Um, It's an action movie. I've got a lot of, a lot of favorites. You know, I would have loved one of my favorite guys in the world, Steve McQueen. And, you know, like one of his last movies, the Hunter, you know, and some things that I would have loved to do something like that. And so who's your,
1: who's your bucket list, male and female, like actor then that you would like to be,
3: to work with. Well, most of them are dead. I've worked a with Mark Wahlberg They could be dead. Right? They could
1: be dead. No, they could be dead. It's okay. Dead.
3: Yeah. Well, I guess right now it's really, believe it or not, it's Mark Wahlberg of all people. I, I've worked with him twice on Daddy's Home and Deepwater Horizon and actually got Deepwater Horizon because of Daddy's Home. So, uh, and it, uh, I just, I just have, it's weird because he's not the kind of guy that I'd normally hang out with. But he, I've got so much respect for him in the industry and what he's built, this empire that he's built not just his acting but his directing and the scripts that he buys and produces are, are are solid stuff and he always does a great job with them and i just i would i really have a lot of respect for him so I'd i love, love he's his up movies with him. In a much bigger role than the little bitty roles I was in <laughs> the other two. But
1: he's phenomenal though. And like so remember, I remember there
2: are no little roles. Remember yeah, that. Only no little, little actors.
1: I also uh I also cause like I, I've been a fan of his back from the Marky Mark days. Like I know the right, words right. All, all of his songs and I know he disassociates himself from that, but like that made a <laughs> name for him, and I like fucking think it he's awesome. So I think that's an actually good one. Okay, what about a female?
3: Gosh. I really don't know. There's there's a lot. Um, there's a lot that I really like. <laughs> I'd like to work with Taryn again. She was fun. But, um, Taryn Manning, she's fabulous. Karen Manning, yeah, I loved Taryn. And, uh, I didn't even have a scene with her. <laughs> we just were on set at the same time. So we became friends. Uh, but guys, nobody really stands out. I can't think of it. I guess bucket list of all time.
1: Yeah. Dead or, bucket, alive? Dead or alive. Dead or alive bucket list of all time. Gosh.
2: The most feel, important the I most important actress. Down. Who's your most important you know, somebody I really love though? She's
3: getting I don't even know if she's still working because she's so much older than she looks, but I still see her face on different things is uh Rita Moreno. I think she's amazing.
2: Oh Rita, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Rita is fabulous.
3: Yeah. She's still alive, but gosh, she's in oh, yeah. late eighties now, I think. No, she's
2: 90. about ninety four. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh yeah, Rita's. She's still working
1: her. though. I just read Deadline. Yes, yeah. yeah. she just got cast in something yeah. big. I, yeah i, I forgot all, what but so. something big that's mm-hmm. a really cool one though nobody's ever yeah. picked her either. i'm
2: positive she's out of the 80s because i'm 82 she's about 80 she's about 90 91. yeah yeah
1: i like love that though mm-hmm.
2: you know we're living longer when we asked Donna mills i said you know you're 81 are you like me worrying about there's not much left she said no way ron i intend to live to 120 and i believe she will you know
1: she looks yeah. fabulous
3: yeah.
2: she well, looks about me, 40. You
3: know, so many of the women are still alive and, or have just recently passed away. I think y'all know Ruta Lee, right? I mean, everybody loves yeah. movies, love Ruta, Lee. Ruta you know, Lee. You know, sure. her best friend was Debbie Reynolds and she comes out of that that whole crew and all these leading ladies from back in the golden Hollywood days, you know, we're, we're just now kind of losing them. But the guys all died, you know, in the seventies and eighties or whatever. Right. But when you go back and watch it, you realize that the guy was, you know, 58 and the girl was 19 and they were in a love movie together. you know. Right.
2: And but so rudely is still a friend of mine yeah and, uh, and debbie reynolds i knew very well mm-hmm. and debbie and joan rivers were in the limo that i got thrown into after a comedy oh, yeah. show i sat between the two of them sailors yeah. didn't don't even use the language those two broads used <laughs> they were going i love oh, no. joan
3: rivers so much i cried when she passed away But wait, when, uh, I, when i was living there in the 80s her daughter melissa is my age and uh I had the biggest crush on Melissa. I was in love. <laughs> it was but that was right about the time her husband Edgar uh, passed away, and he passed away the same way my father passed away. And so we had a kind of a little bond thing that 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 we were both dealing with that. And uh, oh, hang on,
1: go and, go, uh, go go back, go back, go back. Let Ron take because Ron was in the car. I was. Yeah. What well, What happened? Oh, I'm was, sorry. Yeah.
2: No, no. We went to the comedy club where Joan Rivers would uh, bring her jokes, and she invited uh-huh. friends, not audience. Yeah, Carlos and Charlie. Right. And she'd go on
3: Thursday nights and watch her prep for the Monday night. Right. And we'd
2: we'd sit on the bleachers and she would do her jokes and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I'm leaving and I'm talking. (laughs) Right. I'm leaving and I'm talking to Debbie Reynolds. And Debbie said, just a minute, come in the car with me. We'll chat. I get in the car and then who comes in the car but Joan Rivers. So now I'm stuck between the two of them and they're gabbing. And what went on? I wish I had a camera. It would have been, the. <laughs> you've never, la- I, I was laughing so hard that I had pains, you know, I have your pains in your jaw and like, mm-hmm. but, and they looked at me, they said like, what's wrong with you? You know, why are you laughing so hard? I said, you two fucking women have got to be kidding. <laughs> <But> Debbie Reynolds <laughs> was, Debbie, <laughs> Debbie was, Debbie was wittier than Joan. Joan threw really? it at her. Debbie, Debbie was wonderful. I knew Debbie for a lot of years through Jane Russell. Jane mm-hmm. Russell was my best buddy. Yeah so like you we, we we wove through Hollywood and met a lot of wonderful people wonderful mm-hmm. actors and actresses lucky us huh
3: yeah yeah wonderful I never met Debbie but I knew I knew Carrie pretty well and uh in fact the last time she came to Houston I I wanted my mom to meet her so I took my mom down and we and we visited with her a little while and that was just a few months before she passed away and and uh I just loved Carrie Fisher
2: absolutely I, ne- I never met Carrie
1: were you a Star Wars fan
3: not uh, I mean not more than anybody else. I mean, you know, gosh, well, I was some people are like dead, really like you know. into it. Like I, now, I'm gonna
2: ask that question. Did you have a best friend who was a famous, famous movie star? No. How come?
3: No, I've made some friends of some actors, not anybody crazy famous, I guess, but you know, I've made some friends. I actually met and when I was living there in the 80s, I met uh Nick Cage. He was going by the name Nick Coppola back then, and uh and I met him and we just to, just enough that. A friend a best friend of mine was dating a girl that was kind of in his little circle of friends and so i was frequently running into him at parties you know and different things or at people's houses and so i knew him just to the point that that we would recognize each other and be social and say hi or whatever but i mean he wasn't going to call me up to come hang out or anything <laughs> and uh and a movie came out it was called Valley Girl. It was one of his first movies. I fucking and-
1: love Valley Girl. We just had Deborah Foreman on like yeah. a couple weeks ago. I love I Valley Girl. I thought it Girl. was
3: so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> I did think- really like that movie. I thought it was so bad that I actually made a conscious decision not to be Nick, not to hang out or talk to Nick anymore. <laughs> it was what? a horrible thing to do, but it's like I just hated that movie. And every time I talked to him, I just kept seeing that character in my head. And uh, but then years later, I produced a movie with with Nick in it. And now wait a minute. Is he is
2: he is he difficult? I'm supposed to be difficult. in know, There's a possibility he's not, he's
3: not as much fun as Willem Dafoe. <laughs> there, he's, a, a, he's a method actor, and his character in this in this movie was a very dark, disturbed person. And so he pretty much, he pretty much stayed in his trailer. He would come out, he would do his scenes, and then he would off back to the trailer. He didn't right. hang around on set and visit a lot. There were some publicity things he had to come out and do. We had special guests on set and things like that. He would stepped up and did all that stuff, but. But as far as just being chit chatty or hanging out and talking or whatever, he he was just wow. very quiet and kind of stayed in his stayed in his own little zone. But he wasn't you know, difficult.
2: He wasn't difficult. Hmm? He wasn't. I wouldn't call it difficult. No, yeah, I mean, you know, he had his little,
3: his little things, but you know,
2: <laughs> possibility that he's going to be in a film of it. Oh, okay. in a film that. I'm in his film. Yeah, <laughs> not, he's yeah. not in my but film. His projects seem
3: to be getting better. He went through a little period of, of, of yes some, uh, to take on some kind of sketchy products. I guess maybe ours was one of them. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. he uh, his 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 projects seem to be improving significantly. So I know he's got some his, good ones now. He's yeah, just, yeah, he, he, he's gonna, needs, he he's needs, needs money. emerge you know, as a as a. A major guy again. Actually, he is a major
1: guy again. He is a major guy again. He has like like two big hits and like uh, he paid off all his debts. So he's doing good. And going back to Valley Girl. So do you remember when (laughs) when the one girl E.G. Daly is in there and she's like talking to him and she pulls her top off. It's the only naked scene in Valley Girl. That's E.G. Daly. She's been on our show like 10 times. She's a really big pop star back in the day. Was a big pop star. And so we had her on and Deborah Foreman's been on twice who still looks really, really good, and I and she's the star, you know, with Nicolas Cage. She's the girl. She's the Valley Girl, and uh, uh, I think that that movie was so much fun, like back in those days. I mean, yeah. if you look at now and you look back at it, yeah, yeah. it's a cheesy, terrible movie. But almost all the movies yeah. from the eighties are. Yeah. My favorite eighties movie is Thrashing. Oh yeah, uh, Thrashing. I was really good. For, I'm really. I was before he yeah. passed away. Really good friends with Brooke McCarter, who was one of the. Uh, yeah yeah like uh josh brolin's you know best friend it was josh brolin's best friend in that movie and we recently met the guy who plays the dagger the the lead dagger guy and uh uh so like i love that movie though that's like one of my favorite that's my youth right there you're
3: talking about
1: me too and i was a skateboarder
2: i was told in the 1960s all the movies that were made were transitional we were leaving the great dramas and big epics of the 50s and now we were starting to do a whole new kind of movie. Tony Curtis and I were buddies. I hate to drop names, but that's what our show is all about. No, I, people love, yeah, it. I love it. I love no, it. People write in. I, my people say, yeah. Ron, do you, did you know this one? You know, they love when I talk yeah. about it. I'm old
3: school. I love to hear that. So Tony Curtis
2: was... Probably, my daughter's favorite, Leslie adored him. Uh, Tony was the funniest guy in the world. Anyway, he said that he made a lot of dumb movies in the 60s, as opposed to the great movies he made with Burt Lancaster in the 50s. But that's what they were doing. They were transcending into a different era, a different way of films, a little more risque, a little more language, a little more openness with comedy. Uh, so that's why the 60s and seventy films And then, of course, there's The Great Gatsby with Robert Redford that brought it all back to the great, big, wonderful films. So you can't really say, Jimmy, that those movies were stinking or crappy.
1: Uh, 80s, a lot of them were, though.
2: No, the 60s, 70s, and 80s were all movies learning to be what we are today. I liked all yeah, the
3: and music ones. And then there's the 80s classics like, you know, Porky's and uh Oh yeah, oh, my Fast God, I, at Ridgemont High and
2: <laughs> we so
1: we're, many We're so really many. good friends with some of the people from tap Fast Times at Ridgemont yeah. High and I worked in a movie theater. I go back right? and
3: look at who all was in that. Can you I believe I know it? everybody's it. Like, he was what, 12 and yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and Porkies, I was a I was a uh uh I worked in a movie theater and so like I literally like saw Porky's like 500 times cuz like and I was mm-hmm. in high school that was like the movie of of the year yeah. and uh, i had to go back
3: and see it like three times because everybody was laughing so hard through the whole movie. You missed half the funny stuff.
1: I know. Like they had the one guy, his name was meat. Cause he had a really big meat. dick. Right.
3: <laughs> right. I mean, it was just
1: funny. It was a funny, oh, movie. I remember porkies. It
3: was funny. Just, just, Laid back, funny, who but cares, let's just have fun with the thing. Right.
2: It was well, we, we, the reason for that was we had the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and we needed to laugh. Right. Now we need to bring those films back again. We need comedy. They're not doing comedy anymore. They're doing these horrible movies that we have to watch every night where mm-hmm. it's so real. They're wiping their ass on the screen on toilet bowls. They're peeing on it. I mean, it's disgusting. Ron has a heart attack. Well, because, because we don't need to see this. We need to be entertained. We don't have to mm-hmm. be reminded.
1: We've watched movies lately since COVID. And like one of them, Julianna Moore, is taking a poop. You know, And, and she just wipes her butt. And she wipes her ass, you know, and like an screen, and, and Ron's just like, we don't
3: need to see yeah. these. Like, no, I these love are like yeah. Just, that's yes. that's, that's I, a part of reality we can just assume in our minds. You know, <laughs> you know,
2: I love Julie. I love her, and I've always thought of her as a fine actress with great mm-hmm. taste. Oh, my wife see, loves her. See, yeah. yeah, seeing that, I just lost. I didn't lose respect for her, but I just thought. How desperate could she have been to have accepted that script? Or not to just change yeah. that Now, scene. I ask our celebrities. Somebody
3: convinced uh, her it was artistically important for the yeah, my, <laughs> you
2: know, I, I'm going to, I, I ask our guests now because of that, this question I'm going to ask you. Would you do a frontal nude? Would you do a urinating or feces shot? Would you do any of that in a movie?
3: Um, I would not do a urinating or feces shot. Unless it was like a waist up where you don't. You know, I've seen guys where like guys are standing at the urinals talking. I've yeah, seen that. that lot it's different. Different. That's, That's different. That's different. That's different. Uh I have no problem with that. I actually did a full bat nudity <laughs> in a movie. Oh, how what was the movie called? It was about the Hollywood seven that uh oh, I can't even think of the name of the movie now. Um, but uh we're basically a little row of guys getting put in prison and they're hosing us down with the delicing and all that. So it's just a bunch a bunch of us from the oh, back that's, you know? that's
2: okay that's okay yeah i had no problem with that
3: um as far as the full frontal i get mm-hmm. again if somebody convinced me it was artistically important to the scene
2: <laughs> i don't I, think I, I, I
3: might but uh you know it, it i wouldn't do it just for the gratuitous opportunity no. to do it i I, yeah.
2: I don't think it's necessary i was asked to do a front uh nude scene and mm-hmm. I said I will not because then everybody's gonna be tripping over it and suing me. Well yeah and you know
3: they gotta have that wide angle lens and all that so.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny.
2: No I was never asked to do a frontal I'm eighty two years old I <laughs> want to see an eighty two year old nude actually
1: that's not true. Somebody did want you to who? Because we passed it along to somebody else and they did it.
2: I was asked to do a nude? Yeah. At my age? Yeah. They must have been crazy. They got
1: another six they got another eighty year old guy. <laughs> Are
2: you serious?
3: Yes. Well, I, I look like an eighty year old naked, so maybe they call me like that.
2: No, I don't I don't remember this. After the show, fill me in. I
1: forgot who it was. It was like
3: a,
2: it was during COVID
1: it was during COVID they asked somebody asked me if you would do full frontal oh and you know who we gave it to? Actually not another eighty year old. We we referred Ted. To who? Ted. Ted we Ted, did? the guy who, yeah, the Ted did it. I think. And Ted did it. I think he did. Well, he was. I don't know if he did it, but he's the one who. Oh, I gotta call Ted. up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe Ted did it. Ted, the Bible-banging Southerner from New Orleans. <laughs> Holy shit! He's not Is he from New Orleans? Yeah, he's from some. Ted jo- came from, to
1: Thanksgiving. Yeah, Ted. Georgia. Ted. Oh, okay. From,
2: Ted from Georgia. <laughs> okay. he's, he's dating that stunningly gorgeous woman. That yes. black. He's dating a black woman who's breathtakingly beautiful. I like love it and sweet as could be. Um, so it's so. Oh, much I gotta fun. call Ted and ask him. All right, so you
1: guys, this is Jeff Caperton. You wanna check him out on Instagram. His Instagram is at Jeff Caperton. Um, check out all his cool movies. Um, he's also got some other ones.
2: Uh, and he- Jeff, do me a favor. Yes, sir. Come in my movie. I want, I, I want you in the film. Yeah, we're gonna put him in it. Yeah, he might well, help. I, you I think you, to I it. think you could look like a good Nazi. Leave the beard. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, you could look like a nut. I'd like to see yeah. you in a well, my hair's
3: still growing back. I had to play a, a Vietnam uh, Army general uh, no, about two this, weeks ago. This time, you- LA, and They buzzed it, I mean, and I was shaved in the back of the head. I looked like a skinhead, but it was- No, it looks uh,
1: good now, though. It looks good. Yeah, it's
3: starting to grow out now, but it's, boy, for about two weeks there, it was, I mean, the back of my head was smooth, skin bald. I mean, they buzzed it. Enough.
2: well you're gonna make a good nazi uh <laughs> i think you're you're not a what i forgot what character you are you're one of the nazis in the uh in the store
1: you also just did I a forgot. movie with danielle harris were mm-hmm. you in any of her scenes according to um, Ram no. roadkill oh she's a really she's really cool she's yeah. like an
2: icon. i want to work yeah. with you um, you and there, i
3: there, i'm actually not playing a part in that movie i just did some stunt driving we spent about a month down in florida shooting a big car chase scene for them uh, okay. So we were there. They shot her scene in a diner. I, I I met her in the diner, but I didn't really get to talk to her. Uh, she's really cool. Right but Scream queen. Yeah. Yeah. Because... She's big time. This Scream way, queen. you and
2: I will be in the same scene with Lainey. Okay. Lainey, <laughs> oh, Lainey you and movie. I, and also the one that plays my daughter, who we can't mention, but you know the father and the daughter. So <laughs> now she's in the scene: the daughter, Lainey, and myself, and you, and also okay. the father of the girl. Oh, you a friend who you know, who I thought was ill, and you said is not.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually (laughs) talked. I talked to his wife yesterday.
2: Good. And yeah. I have a quick. I have a quick story. Quick. Quick. You have to hurry because our next guest is here. We interviewed (laughs) him. We interviewed him on our show, and I said, I understand you dated Lainey Kazan. He said, Yeah, and she had the best. He
3: loves
2: Lainey Kazan. Wait. He said she had the best tits in the world. (laughs) So I called up. Yeah, he loves her. Right. Listen, Jeff. Jeff, I called up Lainey. I said, Lainey so-and-so was on the show and he said he dated you and you had the best tits in the world she said no no he didn't no he didn't (laughs) i said yes he did she said that son of a bitch
1: That's All right, awesome. everybody. We got another guest coming on. Jeff, we want to thank you for hey, coming Jeff. on. Hey, Jeff, congratulations to on everything. You. Again, you guys follow him on Instagram at Jeff Caperton. You can see a bunch of the stat- stunts. Have a great rest of your week. We'll talk soon. Thank
3: you. For and- me on again, guys.
2: Uh-huh. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff, for a good show. Take care, babe.
3: Bye bye. All
1: right, everybody. Real quick, before we bring on our next guest, you can listen to The Jimmy Star Show on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music youtube google podcast radio public TuneIn, pandora amazon prime and soundcloud we're on a bunch of other platforms too but those are the ones everybody knows um and let's bring on our next guest <laughs> hey gary welcome all right. welcome all right everybody welcome to. we want to welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell actor musician extraordinaire gary private hello and welcome to the show hey guys hey where are you in palm springs
0: yes
2: yeah.
1: Oh, I was just there last
2: week. Oh, well, we you missed go. you. We missed
0: yeah, you. Yeah, I stayed at this little place called Caliente Tropics. I don't know what that is because we no. don't ever stay
2: anywhere. No, here. We, we, we're, we're always we're, in. We're it
0: always in. Cool. Yeah,
1: we're I went to uh, L.A.
0: Went to Eddie V. for dinner. Yes, in Palm Desert. Yes. Yeah, that was that was that was a really nice place.
1: So let me introduce you. This is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
2: Hey, Ron. How you doing?
0: I'm okay. So I, I I also was uh, uh, was with Joe Cortese last night, and uh, I was with Frank Stallone, Mike Tyson, Eric Raw. I mean, it was a big memorial for the late great actor Paul Herman.
1: Yes, I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah yeah yeah. So uh, yeah, that was really beautiful last night.
1: And we've had Frank's. Nice. I mean, we haven't had Frank on, but we've had Joe Cortez on our show. We've also had Eric Roberts on uh, on the show, so it's all cool. And we have a chat room full yeah, of people. I, Say hi to the chat I, room. I had-
0: hi I, Teresa,
1: angela there you go all I right met,
2: i met frank stallone and his mother at a party and i was talking to his mother and she said drop your pants i want to read your ass <laughs>
0: she's said, a trip. she was a trip yeah she was a beautiful what woman. what do you mean yeah.
2: was she's not allowed anymore
0: oh no she passed away
2: you're kidding when
0: yeah uh oh you know I, i'm gonna guess Three
2: years ago. Oh, I liked her. She was way out. She was way, way out there. But she said she could tell your fortune by your ass. So, <laughs> I, I, and her son Frank was standing there, so embarrassed. He was trying. to like, Ma, knock it off. I forgot what party it was, but it was a very important party with a lot of VIP people. And oh yeah. And she was running around like, "Do you want me to read your ass?" <laughs> she was a she was a character. Oh, I'm sorry she, to hear she I'm was actually, a. Sorry.
0: Yeah, but she lived a long time. I mean, she well into her late 90s.
2: Yeah. Or was she? I yeah. love it. Yeah, you know what? This party, I was with Jane Russell. So it was like 30 years ago. So it's so Frank yeah. Stallone
1: is my favorite person that I follow on Instagram. And I saw that Gary liked one of his uh, posts. So I went to see who Gary was. And then I followed Gary. And that's how I actually kind of like met Gary on, on social media okay. in the first place so a long time ago. I, I
2: understand you're from Sheepshead Bay. I'm from Sheepshead Bay, man. Yeah. I love that. I it. grew up. I got so many buddies from Sheep for Mill Basin, Sheepshead Bay. Yeah. yeah, I went to
0: James Madison High School.
2: Yeah, then you know all my friends. I'll talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> so you, oh, guys, yeah. you Sheep, guys, the Sheepshead Bay Diner. Oh, God, I love it. it. Is it still there? I love oh, it. You the know, best...
0: I haven't been back there, Ron, in, in uh, 10 years.
2: Oh, well, they made the best triple decker turkey, triple decker sandwich with the pickles.
0: Do you remember the foursome diner on Avenue U by King's Plaza?
2: Oh, yeah. That was years ago.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to to the 70s.
2: Yeah. A lot of years back. Ron turned 82 last week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I I know I was born in Red Hook in the project, the Red Hook projects. And uh, so uh, Brooklyn is my home. I love Brooklyn. I miss Brooklyn.
0: I, I, I miss it too. But you know what, Ron? I miss the Brooklyn
2: of, of the club yeah, yeah, I grew, grew up with.
0: It's yeah. not the same, Ron. It's not the same. No,
2: it's not because the Italians all got high class and they all moved to Long Island. Yeah, and and, and, <laughs> and they got swimming pools. But in our my day, you know, people were people, human beings. We helped each other, we loved each other. Yeah. I remember Christmas going to everybody's house to see their Christmas tree. Oh, in oh yeah. Cookies and cake. Honey, honey, sit down. What can I get you? What do you want? Look, I got That's money. Right. Look, I got lasagna. Look, I got a nice beef. Look, I got over there spaghetti and meatballs. Look, you want a nice you want a, you want a couple of ganola. I got. I mean, uh, it was wonderful. All
0: my Jewish friends that I went to high school with. I mean, you know, it, you know. I'm I, listen. I don't know. We were kind of divided a little bit back then i didn't really know about a lot of the world you know until i was maybe 15 16 and started going into manhattan but um you know on my side of the street were all private houses and it was all italian on the other side of the street were all apartment buildings they were all jewish and these were my best friends and then then all my irish friends lived in marine park because they were all the firemen
2: and the cops we couldn't have irish friends we were not allowed we were not allowed to have irish friends my all father all. No, my, <laughs> fa- my father said to me don't you bring irish home i'll throw you out guess what i did i, I married a girl who was dutch irish and scottish my father oh, had a canary
1: <laughs> so hang on let me brag a little bit here so first of all you can find follow gary you guys he's on uh uh, on Instagram, it's Gary Private underscore official, or his website is GaryPrivate.com. It's Privetti, no? No,
0: it's private. It's it's not. No, my real last is name, name, is, name. Yeah, my real last name is Guadagno. It means to earn money. But uh, right, point, how I got the name Gary Private? I was performing at Studio. Uh, no, at uh, at CBGBs, and Variety magazine came down, and um. I didn't know anything from anything. You know, I just, I get off the stage and we opened up with the talking heads that night too. That was cool. So I get off the stage and this woman comes over and she goes, you know, I, uh, what's your name? Now, I was always embarrassed by my my last name. I uh, just growing up, nobody pronounced it. My teachers couldn't pronounce it. It was, listen, it's a beautiful Italian last name now that I'm older, but as a child, uh, I got a lot of abuse. So I hated my last name. And uh, so she said, well, what's your last name? And I said, well, I had just gotten dressed in the manager's office and on his door, it said private. And I turned around and I was a cocky fucking kid back then. And I said, <laughs> I said, you know, hey, my name's on the fucking door. You know, I my came God. out of my <laughs> and, she, and, and, and she knew I was bullshitting and she knew I was bullshitting. But she, on I don't know if she did it on purpose, whatever, but she printed me Gary private. So. I hated it. It pissed me off. And then all of a sudden I said, you know, that's a cool fucking name. Because back then <laughs> you know, back then it was John Cougar and, 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 you know, all these yeah, fake right. name people,
2: man. You're you know? right. My name is not Russell. I, I love Jane Russell all my life. No. I, I took Jane Russell's name. My real last name is Sassarigo. Try saying that one. Are you kidding? Yeah, really? Yeah. My yeah. name, my, my real name is Rolando Rocco Sassarigo can't get more Italian than that. Oh, goodness, and, I, huh? and nobody would give me work because they thought I looked too ethnic. I was black hair, black eyebrows, dark, very dark. And back then they wanted tab Hunter and Troy Donahue. They didn't want, you know, guinea looking boys. Yeah,
0: I know. I know. You know, I didn't, so get, I,
2: it. I didn't get work. I didn't get work because I was too ethnic looking at the time. Imagine being Italian and being called ethnic. But anyway, I was, <coughs>
0: I know. Yeah, those that, now gone, that I'm an old
2: bag with white skin and white hair, they think I'm Irish. They hire me all over.
1: Yeah, those, those days are gone.
2: <laughs> so hold on. I'm
1: going to do some bragging so people don't know who you are. So you guys, Gary was a teen idol. He started drumming, playing the New York Club Circuit. He signed to Atlantic Records after playing Calvin Klein's birthday party at Studio 54 he had a big hit with the remake of the four top song, Reach Out, I'll Be There, which I listened to like 50 times yesterday on Spotify. Uh, I'll be there. <laughs> and then uh, da da uh, he also released da da. Secret Love. Uh, please don't let me be misunderstood. Like, are you the original on that? Or... Uh, oh, no, no. That was, I didn't that was know.
0: The, that was The Animals, I believe. Oh,
1: okay. Well, yeah. that you did a great remake because I listened to that a bunch of days. Um, Uh, He's performed, you guys. He was on American uh, Dick Clark's American Bandstand twice, Playboys, Girls of Rock and Roll. He was in Team Beat Magazine, in the movie Flight of the Navigator, One Life to Live, Billboard Magazine. He's written or performed and written uh, for basically like songs with everybody, you guys. We got Foreigner, Elvis Costello, Lou Reed, Duran Duran, NXS, yes, Bad Company, Alice Cooper. Dionne Warwick's been on our show. Aretha Franklin. Vanilla Fudge has been on our show. B-52 has been on our show. The Ramones. Shaka Khan. Devo's been on our show. Bette Midler. Alanis Morissette, Mary Wells. Chicago's been on our show. Tina Turner. That's only half of them, you guys. There were so many of them. I just picked yeah, out yeah, the yeah. ones this I
0: knew. <laughs> that, that was a big surprise to me because uh, Warner, Warner Music took over my catalog, and they made a deal with uh, – I don't know, some other company, some other record company, but it's still on the Warner, the label. And they made these compilation albums and they put me on 30 of them, 30 goddamn albums. And they all have the biggest, again, the list you, you, you name plus another 20, the biggest artists, anybody you could possibly imagine. And they put me on these, uh, on these compilation albums, like 30 of them. Now they've been out there for about three years and uh i've been trying to get, i've been trying to get in touch with warner and say hey do i got a check coming or anything Where are the royalties <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah they must because shit, man yeah yeah it was pretty exciting you know, you're
2: on a long list of recording stars that got screwed we oh, have yeah. some oh we have so many that have come on big big multi-million dollar you know song people and i said did you get screwed they said yeah i got 500 bucks and that was oh, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about Joya, Joya from, yeah, Joya, Bruno from expose, Joya Bruno from Esca expose CC
1: Peniston CC. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah, it, uh, you know, they're friends people. of ours and they said they got beaten bad.
1: Oh yeah. I got, I got
0: screwed. I mean, they, they probably, I mean, it's not, you know, it's, listen, I'm not some major big time uh, star out there making millions, but I mean, I would say they owe me 20, 50 grand. Yeah. Somewhere. You
2: know? We'll go after them.
0: I. Yeah, I tried. I mean, it, it takes it takes uh, legal money to do
2: that. No, get get somebody on contingent. There's a I lot of get, young lawyers. I could get Rocco of- from, from Brooklyn. To,
0: you know the office.
2: <laughs> Right. No better. <laughs> yeah, he would love that. No better. Still, I can get you Gotti's hitman. I mean, <laughs> 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 you know. But did you ever go to the Copa Lounge in Brooklyn? Uh, uh,
0: yeah, but uh, not when it was. Back in the heydays, and you know, I was I was born in '54, so you know, yeah, I didn't really start making the, the 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 Manhattan scene.
2: No, not the Copa, the cabana in New York City, the Copa Lounge in Brooklyn.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
2: that's what I'm talking about. Then oh, yeah. you know, then you know all my 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 the kids I know. Oh yeah,
0: probably, I probably know a few. Yeah, you
2: know, I'm sure you do, because I, everybody I, everybody hung out at the Copa Lounge in Brooklyn.
1: So then
0: how
2: oh, yeah. did you
1: go, how did you transfer from going to like, okay, I'm a musician. Cause like you've been in a ton of movies and TV shows and, and, and actually your personality, I didn't know what your personality would be like. Cause you play a heavy, like in uh, even in your acting reel, I watched, I think two different acting reels of yours. You're like half the time. You're always like the asshole. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm always the Italian bad guy you know not not always not always i've done some funny stuff but
2: But you play a wise guy all the time wise guy i
0: play yeah an asshole like i did i was on blacklist with james spader and uh he i pull into a uh a a hotel and he makes believe he's the valet so he comes yeah of course he wants to steal my fucking car i'm driving (laughs) I'm driving this beautiful uh, 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 1954 Corvette in red.
1: Convertible red. It was beautiful.
0: I got this blonde chick next to me, and I pull in, and he comes over to me. He goes, yeah, you know. And so I just say, hey, listen, man, keep the, keep the fucking car close, you know. Just keep it close. So I'm a, I'm a real – I cut him off. I'm really rude to him. But I'll tell you, working with James Spader was great, man. That was a big thrill. Me. and then
1: he takes off in the car and he peels <laughs>
2: and
0: <minutes>. he peels <laughs> the car unfortunately that was the end of my scene but you know uh <laughs> it was a thrill working with him man.
1: oh i think he's phenomenal like i'm a big kid. i'm an 80s movie thing
0: so, like, you know gary, pretty
2: in pink gary where do you live now
0: i live in uh in hollywood You're I, by, by larchmont village are you familiar with larchmont village sure i am yeah it's a, it's a little kind of really cool you know you almost feel like you're in connecticut or something
2: my friend beryl davis lived there for a short while did you know beryl davis the singer she sang with no. sinatra yeah beryl, no, I didn't know she time. lived there for a, a short period uh so you like california better than new york and then you,
0: you know what i i flew out to california you know when i went uh, atlantic records atlantic records dropped me around 85 and i moved to la Around eighty-five, and uh, I got you know. Listen, I knew everybody in New York. I did. I went into all the clubs. I was really getting stagnant and stale, and I felt really kind of bored with New York at at this point in my life. And uh, I came out to L.A. I saw my first palm tree, and I fell. <laughs> I mean, I I fell in love with the place. And I came out here with some with some cash, so I didn't have to like you know scramble to get a gig or anything so i mean i was i was hanging out with mickey rourke and you know and frank stallone i mean all all these great people i'm meeting all these people that i uh that i was fans of and now i'm now i'm hanging out with these guys which was really cool you know and they they kind of accepted me and and i did i did kind of always gear myself to making friends were East Coast Italian guys, you know. I mean, they were the most accepted, you know, acceptable to me. I mean, they uh, were just, I, I mean, they, they accepted me is what I mean.
2: Yes. If I could bring it back years ago, I would move back to Mill Basin in a minute. I think Mill Basin wow. is still beautiful. The canals, the boats, yeah. the people, yeah. everybody in Mill Basin has a heart. They're good people. They're yeah. all Italian loving people. Uh, yeah. California to me is Mericani. You know, not not they, for me. Not for me. They, I, I shit. they don't invite you back to their house. I had them here for dinner. They don't invite me back. They have no social graces. No, don't they know, don't. I don't know it's where the fuck world. they come from. They come from all over the country from the right. the hills and they come to California. I, I when I came here in 19. First time we came here was 1949. My father shipped my mother, my sister, and my grandmother. And I to California. I don't know why he shipped us out of town, but he did. And uh, it was different back then, you know. Then in the sixties, it was nice. In the seventies, now, L.A. stinks. I don't. I would never live in L.A. anymore.
0: Oh, it's got yeah, it's gotten bad, man. We're hoping that this new guy, Rick Caruso, comes in as mayor and uh, cleans it up because it's
2: where's it's he going to put hard. them? Where's he going to put the homeless? Up his ass? I mean, where are you, you know going to put? You
0: got- Listen, I, I have a very hard line solution to it, you know, build, build more uh, mental institutions, build more drug rehabs, build more prisons, because to me, it's illegal to sleep on the fucking sidewalk. And what
2: sleep? We were going to Sue Wong's house. Sue Wong's house is selling for one hundred million dollars. It's a nineteen twenty six estate that belonged to uh, Johnny. Everybody, Bell Lugosi. Everybody, okay. Yeah. Up the block, up the block from her house, there was a guy with his pants off defecating on the sidewalk. And we were at a traffic light, and I'm sit, sitting in my car. So Jimmy, would you believe this guy's taking his shit right on the yeah. sidewalk? Right no, down the road from this hundred million dollar estate well, up in Los, Los Feliz.
0: You know what, Ron? I, I say I say absolutely arrest every fucking body on the street and then triage them. You know, some of them put in uh you know, I gotta open up the nuthouses again, man. We gotta open up the uh the mental institutions again. You know, I'm sorry that Reagan closed them because we need the nut houses again. <laughs> and uh it's, they either go into a mental re- rehab or, or a facility or a drug rehab or prison because sleeping on the street is just unacceptable.
1: I agree with that. Look, hang on. I want to ask a question about your background. So first of all, is that you on the door? Is that a picture of you younger? Uh,
0: not you?
1: That, Yeah, yeah, that's not that. Yeah, that was a
0: uh, – let me see if I can pull it up and then shove it in front of the camera. That was on uh, on – on Cannon Drive in Beverly Hills, across street from Cafe Roma, there was oh, a... Uh... Cafe
2: Roma. That's where I lost hearing in my left ear. Really? Yeah. I was with Black, Mr. Blackwell and a few people at, at their, a show there, and the guy had a guitar, electric guitar, and they had the speaker so loud that when he was twanging something, my ear got affected by the speaker. I oh, never did God. anything about it, but yeah, I lost a lot of hearing from it. Cafe or Roma, what? the owner was a real crackpot.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so across the street was this jewelry store called uh, Royal Order. And my friend Cheryl Rickson, she uh, she, she designs and she's amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Amazing, amazing, Julie. So she had these pictures. She took a picture of me. She took a picture of Andrew Dice Clay. And, and we were both on the wall. I'll see if I can get this up. There. Oh, yeah,
1: there you go. Yes. That's you on the left. Andrew yeah. And play Andrew, in the middle.
0: Andrew in the middle. And I don't know who the girl is on the right. But yeah. So. So that's where that
1: picture's from. And that's, so, that's actually the picture. The other thing is, look, he's got a flying saucer. It says, I want to believe.
2: Oh, yeah. Ron to loves believe. that shit. Well, you have to believe. You have to believe. What, what do you think? His favorite
1: think? show is Ancient
2: Aliens. I mean, mean you do. You think we're the only planet that has life? Give me a break. Now is that
1: from, is that from something? Cause isn't that the thing well, from, the from the X X-Files? Files. Yeah. The X-Files. X-Files. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, they started playing
0: uh, the X-Files on TV late at night, four episodes in a row and I got addicted again. So I, I just went online. I just bought that like last month. Oh, I, I, freaking so, wait like, a love so, that. are you
2: working now? Or are you just bumming?
0: You know what? No, 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 no. As a matter of fact. So here's a really great story. I, uh, my friend Nick Valalonga, he won the Academy Award for Green Book. Yep. Did you see Green Book? Yes. It was a fat, fabulous movie. Anyway, and you know, that was about the Copa, and that was about his dad, who was one of the uh, maitre d's at the Copa. He was the, he was the guy. So, anyway, I'm at the celebration party in Beverly Hills. I'm with Frank and, and everybody, and, and uh, I run into Diane Warren,
1: the songwriter. Oh, yeah, you have a song. It. I just listened to it on YouTube yesterday.
0: Yeah, so so I, you know, she, she's brilliant, and and I always love. So I ran into. It. I said, you know what? I, I I'd always wanted to do this one song you did, which was the theme song to one of the Star Trek television shows, uh, Enterprise, and I just loved the song. So I was going to come back to New York to do it because that's where you know all my guys are in the studio, and uh, you know I don't have to rent studio time, which is a fortune now so she uh she liked my voice and she said hey man you know just come into my studio she took me into her studio
1: into diane
0: warren's studio paid for the engineer paid for the everything and uh i'm so thrilled and i'm so i'm i'm still flabbergasted man that she took me under her wing and i'm about to do a second song oh good for you
1: congratulations diane warren is huge the (laughs) song is faith of the heart for all of our listeners, all you have to do is go to YouTube and Google uh, Gary Private Diane Warren, and it comes up right away, and you can actually yeah. see the see it there. We we used to play things, but we're not a, like YouTube. If we play that YouTube video, they, they shut us off, so we can't actually do it. So I want to send people there, or send to Spotify too, you guys, because Gary's got a Spotify channel that's got a, a lot of his all his other hits on there. And uh, so, how, how when did you start acting? I started acting in in two thousand five. When uh, Nick
0: Vallelonga did this movie *Stiletto* with Tom Berenger and Tom Sizemore and William Forsyth. and uh, and he brought me in to play uh, Tom Berenger's bodyguard, um, so that was a that was a thrill, man. You know, that was a thrill. And then from there, I kind of got the bug, and I'm kind of pissed at myself for not getting into acting earlier, you know, because it kind of clear it's i find it as long as it's in my kind of you know as they say wheelhouse as long as it's in somebody i know i can play i find it fun you know um you know as long as you put the work in i, I find it fun so I, I i enjoyed acting and then i went on and i got an orbit gum commercial uh where i wrote the music and i was in and a bunch of things you know a bunch of things and but I, I i would say my most success is in music still but
1: but I'm 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 out there. Oh, no, I don't so, know I like yeah. it. I went down your IMDb. You have a bunch of different like, you know, uh things and and you're like Ron, you have a look, you know, that, that a lot of people don't have and so it kind of like fits cuz Ron. Yeah, we look like Yeah, killers. Ron, Ron, yeah
0: Ron's got that. He's got Ron looks like yeah, we have a similar
1: look. Yeah. yeah. Look Ron's great. Got, killers, killers. He's got like yeah. eight movies. He's got eight movies coming. I mean, I also produce films, so uh he's in some of mine and he's in some Yeah, but I'm ones.
2: always listen. I I'm play I'm so happy. I'm shooting in about 2 weeks a movie and I play a grandfather. That's why my hair is cut like this. Normally my hair is all different. But I want to What are you doing? I play a grandfather in a movie called Clowny. My grandson has a doll. It's called a horror movie. It's a horror movie. The doll is called Clowny. Oh. Uh, anyway, I can't give the story out they'll kill me. But I'm glad that I'm not playing, you know, Louie from Brooklyn or Joe from no. Brooklyn. The killer boy. I always play the wise guy He's because the, I have an original Brooklyn accent. I never get rid of my Brooklyn accent. I refuse. Yeah, it's Everybody, hard. every it's hard. no, I don't want to. Fuck them. Why should sound <laughs> like a California faggot? I don't want to sound like a California fruit. Oh, I shot her beaver. Get the fuck out of <laughs> here.
1: You know, I'm from New he York. He does the priest, he does the cop, and he does the monster. Those I'm are from, his – so this I'm, is new for him to I'm play.
2: from Brooklyn. Brooklyn was around before L.A. was just an orange patch. Brooklyn was a civilization. Yeah, welcome kidding.
0: to what's the second largest city in the world. I remember seeing I that.
2: Love, I love I love I I love my accent. I love my heredity and I love my New York and I miss it so much. Me I, too. I'm not I'm not happy out here. I'm here because of Jimmy and his business and whatever. But if I had my way, I'd be right back in New York City with my real people. How and do you like it.
0: how do you like Palm Springs, Ronnie?
2: I oh, hate he- it. It's a graveyard.
0: Well, it, 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 isn't it?
2: It's crazy hot in the summer. Yes. Crazy. Yeah, well, that, that's the, the least that of part's it all. Not that bad, it's man. just very difficult again to make friends. It's clicky. It's clannish. Everybody here likes to drink. Jimmy and I don't drink. We're not drinkers. No I kidding? don't like I don't like getting drunk. I never did, even as a kid. My, my. So we, we really don't have anything in common with the people here. We only know celebrity people. Right. Not because we're snobs, but because they're the only ones we get along with because we have the business in common. But right. if you're not in our business, you know, they think we're full of shit. We're show-offs so or we think who we are or we're snobs, which is not true at all. It's their inferiority. We come to them...
1: L.A. once a week at least to go to an, yeah. a, a red you carpet know, event. Like I hang out with all the
2: – I like you, I hang out with the, the stars. You know, yeah. my, my friends were Lauren Bacall, Betty Davis, Jane Russell. Wow. Those, you know and the list goes on and on and on and they're gone they're all gone
0: Well you don't look that much older
1: than me Well
2: I'm 82 I was born 1940 sh-
1: Are you kidding me? Yeah wow. just I, last week he turned 82 I just turned
2: 82 but so I miss all my comp- I miss oh, I miss all my friends I miss all my uh, people Um Lainey is my age Lainey Kazan she's the only Man, one
0: my, mo- my mom was crazy about her
2: Oh, I'm crazy about her too. She's cool. That's a crazy bitch. I love her. Lainey is a riot. Lainey is probably one of the funniest ladies you ever want to know. And And, what a
0: voice,
1: too. What a voice.
2: Oh, forget about it. When she sings Body and Soul, nobody sings it like her.
1: Yeah, she was.
2: Lainey's a good buddy of mine. She's a pal.
1: I want to ask him some movie questions then because I like to ask all the asters. and you're a musician, so I'm going to make it a twofold question, which you've already probably done. Um, But, uh. Uh, so, so here's the two two-part question. The first part of the two-part question: Number one, uh, if you could have been in any movie that's ever been uh, made in the world, like in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? And the second half is, if, if you could play with any, you know, famous rock group, any famous musician group that you haven't already played with, who would you have liked to play with as a musician? So that's your first question, two-parted question.
0: Wow. Uh well i mean movie i mean i i you know i i, I hate the sound so guinea you know so
2: <laughs> it's okay it's okay whop it up whop it up
0: yeah, i mean uh, absolutely i would have loved to have uh uh, been in the godfather but but again i was too so you mean if i was age appropriate at the yes. time yeah it, it is, yeah i would yes. have loved to have been in the godfather i'd love to have been in uh, scarface oh god scarface i would have loved
1: that's funny we have steven barrow coming on the show in a couple weeks
0: oh that's great yeah yeah that's great and uh you know musically listen february i believe february 7th 1964 the beatles landed at jfk and they changed my fucking life they changed my life. I, it was, if the Beatles didn't land in in New York City and go on Ed Sullivan and all that, I don't know what what I would have been. You know, I was a punk. I was a little troublemaker. I mean, you know, I, I you know I was I was uh, I was I had no direction and I didn't know what I wanted to do and I, I didn't major in anything in school and I was kind of lost until I found Beatles. this. Yeah, until I found music, which which the Beatles were my first injection of, and they changed my life. You know, so I mean, and then moving on and going through my career, if if I could play with anybody, uh, I I love so many. I mean, Gino Vanelli is one of my
1: favorite. Oh my God, people. I love Gino Vanelli. Like that was oh, one of. I, I listened to him when I was studying in college all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I love Gino Vanelli. I mean, you know, I'd love to play with numerous people, even. I mean, even Elvis Costello. I mean, I just
1: love. Oh my God, you know, I love Elvis Costello.
0: Yeah, I, I, I love a lot of, a lot of great people. I'm just not into hip hop. I'm just kind of. I, I like hip hop too,
2: and though. and rap is disgusting. That is hip hop. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's the same yeah I'm 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 just not not into
2: it. Uh, I, am I. I love it's it. Not, I love it all though. It's not singing, it's speaking. Get the fuck out yeah, of to here. To me
0: to me, you know what?
2: It's poetry, not 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 music. What poetry? Baby, I'm a no, be, I'm no. a beat you, I'm a cut you, I'm no, a you. So. That's poetry? Oh, I'm I'm, be, I'm being nice. I'm
0: being nice. I'm a
2: am I'm a kill you, bitch. Is that
0: Godzilla
1: on your shirt?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Godzilla. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Johnny Mantis sang love. Oh yeah, he like that Johnny, Johnny Mantis is, Mantis. is his yeah, famous. Sure. He sang so, lyrics of love.
1: Okay. So the next part of the question is bucket list, male and female, like you work with any actor living or dead, who would you have liked to work with male and female? Sean Connery. Oh yeah. That's a good one.
2: Sean Connery. Yeah.
1: I love Sean Connery. Okay. He's give us a female. He's the
0: only James Bond. And, absolutely. Uh, yeah. The only James Bond. And yeah, I mean, I, I just absolutely love the guy, man. I mean, he's, he's just amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say he was be he would be I my number a, one.
1: Uh, I have an awesome Sean Connery action figure from James as James Bond. I collect action I, figures, so I uh, did
0: I used to have I used to have a quarter uh, one about yay big.
1: Yeah, mine's like twelve inches. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. so fee fe, uh, I have like hundreds, I have thousands of you action figures. You should only figures. have twelve uh, inches. I know. Well, and then uh okay, so so wait, wait. What's the female then? The female that you would like to work with? Oh Actually, uh, gee, uh
0: well, wow. I mean, if we could turn back time, Anne Margaret. <laughs> there you go. Okay, And
2: Margaret. You know, I I met her for about a second in a hallway, and she was very, very um, electric. I can't explain. She was like on her toes, smiling and charmed. Yep. She just she just meets people and did that. She was a very lovely lady. Yeah, Girl. I ran into
0: her. Yeah, I ran into her in a drugstore back in nineteen eighty and uh vivacious
2: vivacious is the word
0: absolutely i went over i told her i was in love with her and i I was back then i was riding a harley davidson and yeah she was very sweet very very sweet very sweet
2: well my dream girl was jane russell and i got to meet meet her not only meet her but stay at her house she stayed at my house we traveled together we were best friends until she died i gave her her 80th birthday cake uh oh look at the big kitty Jane Russell was my buddy and a great gal. Nothing like Hollywood. She was a real McCoy person. You have a wife?
0: No, no, I'm single.
2: Oh, ladies, he's single.
0: They love him. Yeah, in the chat oh,
2: yeah. Well, we, we have like a lonely hearts here. If we ha- <laughs> if we have men, you can drive at night. <laughs> oh, okay. That that's it, that that's important. If you can't drive at night, they don't want you. <laughs> it's
0: funny. It's funny you said that. I just uh I just went down for a, a consultation to get LASIKs.
1: Oh, he just had it done last during COVID.
0: Yeah. I don't, I mean, the guy told me, you know, I barely need it, but let me ask you a question. How, how do you like it?
2: Let's put it this way. If I didn't get contact, if I didn't have the uh, things removed, I would never have passed the driver's test. Now I could see from here to new, I could see the Statue of Liberty. If I look out my window.
0: Now what about read? What about reading?
2: No, I use glasses to read. I don't want to get the, uh, like, my friend of mine spent a fortune, almost 7,000 bucks, and she got it where it's far and near, and yeah. she hate she hates them. She oh, hates God. them. She said, I should have got what you got. I only got distance. I don't mind wearing reading glasses. You know, it makes you look good. But um, I my, I could see from here to Chicago. They uh,
0: they
2: want like me I was do, 18. They
0: want me to do one eye reading one no eye reading.
2: no no you'll get that. you, you will get nauseous you you'll get nauseous. Before I had this done I was living in New York and this is a true story. Have I like, had you have a minute and a half I had contact lenses one far one near. you know what I walked into a pole in Bloomingdale's. I did <laughs> I absolutely walked into because I thought the pole was further to the left and it wasn't the, Fuck that shit. Go hey. get regular eye contacts, like, and you see 18 years old. I love Speaking my...
0: Blo- I, I used to love Bloomingdale's. I used to go there. I used to just, I used to take the train from Brooklyn and, and get off there at 57th or whatever street. Or 59th, 59th. Yeah. I used to love going to Bloomingdale's, man. I, Me I too. I, I, uh, yeah.
2: I worked in Bloomingdale's as a teenager and got fired because the lady was saying, that shirt, this shirt. And I went about bent down in the glass showcase and I whispered, lady, make up your mind. She was a store shopper. Oh, and she and squealed on me, the bitch. Oh, and I got go. fired. Go. Oh. So hold on,
1: everybody. This is Gary Private. Follow <laughs> him on Instagram, Gary Private underscore official. Check out his music. Check out his website, GaryPrivate.com. Check out his new song with Diane Warren. It's on YouTube and it is called, tell us again. Faith of the Heart. Faith of the heart. And um, we want to wish you the best in everything. Love to stay in touch. Thank and you, uh, we come to LA Gary. a lot. So if we have any cool events, yeah. I'll get hey, you on uh, the invite I'll list. I'll be in
0: Palm Springs again within a month or two. Uh. Well, call Yeah, us. let us know. Let us
2: know. Okay. All right? If, all right, if, if we're not working out of town, you're over. We'll make I nice would love, pasta. I would
0: love, I'd love to, to, to meet you guys. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll cook us pasta. All right,
1: Gary, thank you so much. We'll Ciao, see guys. you on Instagram. Bye, everybody. Bye, hey, bye, everybody Harry. in the chat room. Thanks bye. so much. Bye. Uh Juan, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week. We have uh Tony Moore coming on, you guys from Cutting Crew. All right, bye everybody. See you next bye, week.
2: See you next week.
1: We in the mix, yeah we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest up-to-date celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Share room
2: is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download our iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's
1: the Jimmy Star Show.
2: We're on Russell!